Um, what's the thing with God? Remember when they were on live. that Jesus, um, uh, the, 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 the waves and everything began to beat the ship. They thought they were going to drown. And it was right after Jesus had fed the multitudes from a, 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 a fish uh, dinner snack. And, and, uh, and they saw that. They saw the fish multiply and the bread multiply. And you would think, okay, so if you saw that, nobody's surprised what Jesus can do. And so now all of a sudden, they get in the boat. They, oh, my God, we're going to die. We're going to die. And Jesus said, we're going to the other side. And, and, and then when he calmed everything and got everything straight, they were amazed and surprised. He's like, why should you? You just saw. You just saw what I did. He says, but you were considering the wind more than you considered what I did. And if you had been thinking more about what I had already done, this would not have bothered you. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying? I believe that God is making a divine connection in your life. Amen. And if you'll see what he's already done, you've got to know God is speaking to somebody, setting something up, doing something. And at the same time he's talking to you, he's talking to somebody else. Amen. Thank you. Ooh, Lord. Lift your hands up and just say, how great thou art. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Yeah, this, this is the supernatural life I'm telling you about. This is above the natural. You can't do these things just in the natural. And Ananias went his way. He entered into the house, putting his hands on, on him. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way. Now, how did he know that? He wasn't there. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. The, the same word of knowledge that came to uh, Peter when... Uh, one of the, the couple that stole, yeah, his name was Ananias, too, and Ananias and Sapphira. He didn't know what they, they, you know, they stole. They kept back, really trying to take advantage uh, of the whole system. The system was a common system where everybody would have in common, and everybody would bring their stuff to the disciples, and it would be dealt out common. Well, they lied about it. It was theirs to keep, but they lied about it. And, um, you know, fell dead. Well, what happened was Peter didn't know they had did this. It was a word of knowledge that the Holy Ghost, he just started talking, and he says, you kept back. Satan has filled your, your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost. And he says it was yours to do with whatever you wanted to do with. And then he fell dead. Now, a lot of people have asked me, well, not a lot of people, a few people have asked me the question, well, uh, Jesus, this was after the cross. Where was the, where was the mercy and the grace? Why did this guy fall dead? So you've got to remember, and when Jesus was walking on earth, he said that there would be tares that would come up with the wheat. Why are you assuming that they were saved? See, they, 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 they were, they were uh, people without a covenant. How do I know that? Because after the cross, God's not going to punish people that are in the covenant of grace like that. But if they were without a covenant, then it was justified because they had no covenant for them to, to die, to drop dead like that. So you, you're thinking that that was a person that was under the covenant of grace that dropped dead. Uh-uh. That was a tear in the midst of the wheat 
trying to take advantage of the people and the system. And they kept back saying that they can get ahead. And because of their lack of belief and their lack of covenant, it was all justified because they were still as if they were under the law. And when they operated like that, that was the justification that would come that way. But for some reason, we assume that they were under covenant, but there are tares that come up with the wheat, and he had said that that would, would happen. And I, I'm believing God that these gifts, as you begin to spend more time praying in tongues, you're going to start discovering the gift that you have. You ain't got the force to get the gift to happen. It'll happen without any effort on your part. See, it, it, the gifts operate as God wills, not as you will. So it's not like you can come up, well, I'm going to will this gift and then have a show. Hey, I've got the gift to heal and come see me heal. Well, what if, what if God don't will for that gift to turn on that night? <laughs> see, the only thing I can promise people who come to our conventions and meetings we have around the world, only thing I can promise them is the word. That's the only thing I'm, I can't promise them, nothing but the word. And now as the spirit of God wills, if he turns on a gift of knowledge or if the gift of tongue starts operating or if an anointing of healing is there or a strong revelation starts flowing, that is as he wills. And that's how religion got started. We forgot about as he wills and we said, well, we will. Y'all follow me? But here's what I'm believing for. I'm believing for a church filled with people who are in touch with the gifts that they have. I prophesy that you're going to start operating in the gifts of the Spirit. Each of you have gifts. You have gifts. And what are the gifts for? To build up the church. It's time for us to start recognizing those gifts so we can build one another up. Do you know the power of that gift when you come to church and you're walking by somebody who's going through something and just by inspiration you turn to them and say, uh, God told me to tell you you're going to get that job. And then you just walk away. You don't even know why you said that. But that's a gift that God turned on and it edified that person who was tempted to worry who's not worrying no more because they come to a church where people know how to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Are, are you following what I'm saying? of the Spirit should not just be demonstrated from the pulpit just by a few ministers. It's something that God wants to do in the body of Christ. He wants us, he says not everybody has the same gift, same spirit, but, but we all have different gifts, you see. And it's time for us, we have need of those different gifts. We, they're, they're, they're gifts that we got to have in order to, to really defeat the devil. And I mean, the, the devil's trying to pour it on because he knows time is, is short. And, he, and, he, and you do stupid stuff you see going on, that's the enemy just tripping out and, and the whole atmosphere with all this kind of, he's tripping out. But when he runs into a church who has taught the grace of God, know and appreciate the Holy Spirit, and then they're in touch with their spiritual gifts, it's hard for him to penetrate that church because there's somebody somewhere operating in a gift that we need at that particular time. Yeah. Hallelujah. So I speak it in the name of Jesus that this church will begin to come in touch with their gifts. And we will all benefit from the gifts of the Spirit as God will. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Gang, I'm lost. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm lost in Jesus. That's a good place to be lost in Jesus. Uh, verse. Um, 17, and Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus that appeared unto thee in the way as thou uh, camest, hath sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight. And then he said, and be filled 
with the Holy Ghost. Now, this is interesting. Somebody says, well, Brother Dollar, that's Paul's being filled with the Holy Ghost, but did he speak in tongues? We don't see anywhere he spoke in tongues. Well, Paul himself said he spoke in tongues. Look in 1 Corinthians 14 and 18. 1 Corinthians 14 and 18. Yeah, you see right here, when Ananias came and ministered to him, he got, he got his eyes open and he got filled with the Holy Ghost. With the evidence speaking in tongues, he says, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. <laughs> look at there. If the apostle of grace spoke with tongues. And look what he said. He says, I speak in tongues more, more than y'all, y'all. See, he knew something. And you know, I believe with all my heart. You know, you have to get a revelation in order to understand the gospel of grace. It really does. You, you remember hearing me starting this and thinking, what the world and happened to him? And wondering, this is crazy, man. I never heard this before. I know you did because I did it my own self. I'm like, oh, God, we're going to lose the whole church. I'm preaching on this, and they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. But you remember the day you got a revelation of it? When it hits you on the inside, this is the gospel of grace. Amen. Well, Paul, I believe that revelation just really flooded his heart as a result of of him being filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak in tongues more, speak in tongues more, speak in tongues more, speak in tongues more, speak in tongues more. You know, I used to do a lot of things in the, in the car uh, on my way to here, point A, point B, on the way to church, you know. I'd call somebody up or I'd listen to a tape or, or listen to this. But do you know my time in the car has now been reserved for speaking in tongues, I, I'm not. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to. I don't want to listen to nothing. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna log in some time. Speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Sometimes you get to going in that car, and and then you just stay there for a minute. You understand? Hallelujah. Hey, when you get in the shower, you ain't doing nothing but washing. Speaking the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're laying down relaxing, you ain't sleep yet, go ahead and, and, and put yourself to sleep with the Holy Ghost. Amen? Talking tongues. Hallelujah. There are many opportunities. Instead of you trying to stay there for two hours, you know, imagine if you, you just had a, 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 a consciousness of God all day long. I call that practicing the presence of the Holy Ghost. That you're conscious of Him all day long. Now you're every 15 minutes you're praying in the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Every time you bump around in something, you're praying in the Holy Ghost. By the time the end of the day, you know, they had them little watches. That, 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 that measure your step and the calories you burn. I'm gonna get me something where just just we can log in tongue time. Amen. <laughs> just praying in the Holy Ghost. The Lord the Lord spoke to Glory Copeland years ago, and I, and I told her what he said to me. He he said if you'll spend an hour a day praying in the Holy Ghost, all will be well with you. Well, now, I don't want to make that law or put legalism because that's what he said to her. That's what he said to me. He didn't say it. See, I started punching it out with everybody, and it became legalistic. Now everybody thinks, well, that's a law. You got, no, you got to find out what he got. You got to find out what he say to you. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest mistake we make is to try to live by what God revealed to somebody else and not spend enough time with him to hear what he wants to reveal to you. So I get up and tell you what he said to me, and now you gonna do what he, you know, do what he said to me. You know, Lord, if it's good for him, it's good for me. And that ain't all in that way is necessarily true. He might have did it for me because of some issues I got. Now you got some other issues. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? 
And, but, but I believe any time spent in, in prayer in the Holy Ghost is going to be extremely beneficial. Whether it's an hour a day or 15 minutes a day, any time you spend praying in tongues is going to be extremely beneficial because of what's happening when you pray in tongues. You're speaking hidden wisdom. You're speaking secret truths that, are, that your mind is not aware of. Dear God, imagine, imagine an athlete. Well, I know, I know an athlete that does that. Imagine an athlete that, 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 that spends a considerable amount of time before he goes out to his event. And then all of a sudden, you know, it takes wisdom to play sports. Believe it or not, it's not just physical. You, you do have to have some, if you're smart, you, you can be pretty good. You've got to have, you know, even football, football is not just banging on each other. It's a strategy to try to interpret the first step. The first step, if I can, Lord, help me to react wisely to the first step. And, man, it puts you in a position to do things that other people don't ever get in a position to do. I'm telling you, man, a teacher having the wisdom to be able to instruct, knowing how to say what they say. Glory be to God. A therapist, man, I used to use this all the time. I tell you, I didn't know what I was getting ready to see in my office and what was getting ready to walk in there. And whether I was going to be cussed out or cut. <laughs> but I had to pray in the Holy Ghost so that I could have the wisdom. You know, one word from God will change everything. Yeah. Hallelujah. And a lot of times I'd just get one word and it would just cause, okay, I got it. I got it. And that, that, that would do good for your business, too. Because they go tell other people, that man's smart. I ain't smart. I just know the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Turn to your neighbor and say, he's my unseen partner. And he'll prosper you in every way. Look at John chapter 7, verse 37 through 39. John chapter 7, 30. You getting anything out of this? There, there's, even, there's a refreshing going on in you right now, even as we talk about the Holy Ghost. But do you know the Bible says when you pray in tongues, there's a refreshing that takes place? Not only is there a refreshing that takes place, but there's a peace that comes over you that passes all understanding. When you pray in tongues, see, you're tapping into the fruit of the Spirit. You begin to benefit from that. While other people are walking around stressed out, you're walking around in peace. Glory to God. And they're looking at you. How are you going to be in peace when all this is going on? You say, I have an unseen partner. He helps me throughout these situations. Glory to God. It helps in your marriage, praise the Lord. You know, y'all ain't, y'all, you just trying to figure out what's going on and just praying the Holy Ghost. Praying the Holy Ghost. You came home, spoke to your wife. She's looking at you funny. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Praying the Holy Ghost. Go somewhere, get in the closet, pray. I mean, literally, get in the closet and pray. <laughs> Move the shoes. And, you know, get on down there and pray. And it'll be all right by the time you come out. It'll be fine. That's what you want. You want, you want to have a marriage where both of y'all, if you can't talk, or something going on, you, if you're praying in tongues, it's, you, you, you either know you, you know something ain't right and he's trying to get it right, or just thanking God that it's going to be all right because you're praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen? Praise God. That's what I tell folks. I say, you got a problem with me, you know, just pray. Just pray. And God will God help me and, or help you. Either you wrong or I'm wrong. Whoever wrong, the Holy Ghost will help. Amen? 
Amen. Praise God. I just pray for me. Praise God. Brother, da, 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 da. You know, I'm wrong. He'll get me. You know, that hook up, he'll get me. He'll get you some, too. And by before you know it, we'll be all right. We'll be friends again. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> all right. Psalms. Now, now, look at this now. This is Jesus talking here. He said in verse 37, In the last days, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me. And what? And drink. Now, you know he's, he's, he's referring to something deeper than this. Now, look at verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Verse 39. Now, now, what is he talking about? But this spake he of the Spirit. So he's referring to, when he said water, he was referring to Spirit as water. Yeah. That's why I keep on, folks, about that scripture, and I believe it's Isaiah. Well, let's see what he said. He said, uh, when the Spirit of God, when the enemy comes in. No, 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 no. How do we say it traditionally? Traditionally, we would say, when the enemy comes in like a flood, comma, as if the enemy is the flood. God didn't refer to the devil as the flood. It flows as the Spirit of God as the flood. And I've been teaching for years. That comma's in the wrong place. It should be when the enemy comes in, comma. Like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against him. Why? Because the Lord is that water. He's that Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord will lift the standard up against him. He said, but this spake he of the Spirit which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Now, in looking at this scripture... He said, let him come and what? And what? He didn't say let him come and shout, did he? He didn't say let him come and pray, did he? Huh? Did he, did, did he say come and sing? No. Uh, come and sweat? No. Come and praise? No. Oh, come lay down prostrate. <laughs> no. He said let him come and drink. Come and drink. Now, look at this. Have you ever seen anybody drink water with their mouth shut? Think about that. Think, think how that looks if somebody tried to drink water with their mouth shut. Now, I don't know how it would look, but I know their shirt would be all wet. Right? So how long does it take you to drink when you're thirsty? Not long. How long do you have to wait before you can drink? Just whenever you... Pick up the glass and drink, right? So you don't have to. You don't have to wait, and you, and you, you, you can, you know, to drink your water. You can pick it up when you want to drink it. Now, Acts chapter nineteen and six. He was saying here, just like you drink water, what do you have to do to drink the water? Open your mouth. Now I'm getting into the very specifics on how to minister to somebody. He used this to say, open your mouth. Years of ministering this to people, it's a strange thing when I say, well, I'm going to pray for you, that you can really yield your tongue to the utterance that God wants to give you. And then I say, when I lay hands on you, you know, respect to receive the Holy Ghost with them speaking in tongues. And I lay hands on them, they say, 
<laughs> and I just sit there and look like, now what do you think you're going to do with your mouth closed? <laughs> and then I said, open your mouth. They said, <laughs> I said, all righty, we're getting close. <laughs> Seriously, and one time I said, go ahead, move your tongue. They said, yeah. I said, speak. They said, what? <laughs> I said, speak anything but English. And, and that was the funnest part. It was like, because the mind crashed. Like, because now they're trying to speak out of their mind. And they don't know nothing but English in their mind. And so they're like. <laughs> and so that same thing will, will happen to you. So how do you get past that? You know, I mean, think about it. I'm, I'm saying. Just go ahead and speak, and the Holy Ghost will give you the language. Now, you got to get out your head. you got to trust the Lord because it ain't in your head. Ain't no use of you looking for no, no, no utterance in your head. It ain't in your head. Do you feel unworthy of God's love and blessings? Maybe you've missed the mark. Don't let doubt and unbelief stop you from getting up again. you got to trust God. So nothing nobody can do to you can knock you off the path because the same God that delivered you and helped you in times past, he's never changing. Hallelujah. I believe the ability to get results starts with a man who accepts this grace gift of praying in other tongues. It's flawless. It's perfect. The reason why it's so perfect is because it takes you out of the picture. Because you don't know what you're saying, you can't doubt it. Creflo Dollar tells you how to boldly and supernaturally approach God in the rights of the righteous combo. It includes understanding the Holy Spirit within you, a three-message series to help you speak the hidden truths of the Holy Ghost. The Rights of the Righteous mini-book will remind you of your right standing with God and to discover the truth about the Spirit that is living on the inside of you. We will include The Power of the Inner Man, a three-message series. The entire combo is available today for a love gift of $50 or more. Or for a gift of any amount, you'll receive the Power of the Inner Man three-message series. Call or log on today for the rights of the righteous combo. We are kings and priests. Hallelujah. And you have this powerful thing in the center of your face called the mouth waiting on you to decree a thing. When the believers start believing, when the believers start trusting, there will be a demonstration. There will be a manifestation. There will be an acceleration like never before. On October 28th at 7 p.m. in Savannah, Georgia, Creflo and Taffy invite you to the 2016 Change Experience. Say out loud that this is going to be like this. I am going to be successful. My children will serve the Lord. I will be prosperous in every way. I am happy. I am healthy. It's the final change experience this year. Don't miss it. October 28th, 7 p.m. in Savannah, Georgia. Be there. Today's society is full of chaos, confusion, danger, and uncertainty. Some of the things we see happening in the world are downright frightening. But that's why we must put our trust in God and God alone. Because we're under grace, we're free to trust in God and His favor instead of leaning to our own understanding and giving in to fear. Now, I really want you to get a firm grasp 
of all that God's grace has made available to you. So today I'm giving everyone who contacts us a free copy of one of my most requested messages. This CD will open your eyes to the wonder of God's grace and reveal why it is nothing short of amazing. Call today for one of Creflo Dollar's most thought-provoking messages, Freedom from Condemnation. Creflo Dollar wants to bless you with this free gift and show you how to praise your way to victory. Contact us today. on top of your finances can be challenging. Join Creflo Dollar for Financial Fridays, a new program airing every Friday on the Changing Your World broadcast. Learn from our special guests how you can be more efficient with your dollar. Understand money management from practical real-life testimonies, plus special offers and a whole lot more. Tune in to Financial Fridays every Friday with Creflo Dollar. Because of you, Creflo Dollar Ministries is providing a new understanding of grace and empowering change in the lives of millions of people every day. Thank you, partners and friends. Your love and financial support makes it possible to bring this message into billions of homes all across the globe. To help us spread the gospel around the world, the Word Network would like to send you a powerful presentation called The Bible Experience. For your love gift of $100 or more, we'll send you the Audio Theater Bible featuring a cast of popular performers like Blair Underwood as Jesus. My God! Why have you forsaken me? Popular Word Network ministers like Creflo Dollar, Bishop T.D. Jakes, Bishop Bloomer, and more. And gospel music artists like Kirk Franklin, who recorded all the original songs and hymns. Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. See and hear the word come alive and resonate in your heart and mind with the Bible experience on 79 digitally mastered audio CDs and a bonus making of DVD. Call and order now. Call 855-730-9673. Jesus came and introduced a new system for the kingdom of God, the government that's set up to meet every need that a person would have. Independent. the largest African-American religious network in the world. We are the Word Network. Shalom, beloved one. In today's important broadcast, we're going to be looking at one of my favorite scriptures in the entire Bible, Jeremiah 33.3. Join me. It's going to be a journey. He were.
sons, her sons were the sons of Zebedee. You remember Zebedee? He was the chief executive officer of a fishing corporation. I do not say that lightly nor slightly. He had a business. He was an entrepreneur. He was successful. The Bible in another verse says that he had servants, which means that he was affluent. She was the wife of an elite, charismatic, distinguished diplomat of the community. Still, she had to come to Jesus.
Master of My Need on CD. I am not 
when your gift is $140 or more, you will receive Master of My Need on CD, The Best of Woman Thou Art Loosed Volume 2 on 5 DVDs, The Woman Thou Art Loosed Bible, and Woman Thou Art Loosed Mug Set. I feel like God has placed him at the pulpit just to speak words of wisdom and encouragement into my life. Let these time-tested messages take you to a new level of freedom today.
time I've got to stop there. What a joy it's been to have this opportunity to inundate your heart with God's divine truth. There is nothing more effective. It is the antidote to everything the enemy is trying to conjure up against you. Receive the word with gladness and you will be blessed. May God bless you till we meet again. We all enjoy sharing food with family and friends. But how about those individuals all over the world who haven't seen a meal, let alone a slice of bread, in over three days? Here's a shocker. According to the World Food Program, poor nutrition annually causes 45% of deaths in children under 5. That's 3.1 million kids a year. Plus, it's estimated that 795 million people in the world don't have enough food to lead a healthy and active life. That's one out of every nine people on the planet. Megacare is doing its part in helping to provide a solution to world hunger. Megacare has given food to over 10,000 Somali refugees as they entered Kenya and provided food to over 360,000 individuals affected by the earthquakes in Haiti. On top of that, Megacare constantly distributes food to various villages all over the world and to those who are struggling with hunger locally. Even better, you too can help fight hunger. With your financial donations or even the giving of your time by volunteering, you can help Megacare enrich lives by helping provide nutritious and healthy food to people around the globe. Partner with Megacare today. For more information on volunteering or making a donation, visit Megacare online at www.megacaremissions.org. God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.
we've been meeting for many hours. I'm James Robinson. I welcome you live today. When I say we, I'm talking about church leaders, 70 major church leaders, and I think you're going to be tremendously blessed if you've said, okay, give us wisdom that comes from above, give us direction, give us guidance, so that we can walk in the light in the darkest of times and pierce the darkness and live as ambassadors for Christ and be effective in our witness. I believe you're going to be inspired. Coming together to share hope for our nation next.
download the free Stingray Music mobile app. So you cleaned me up inside 
that they thought was been thinking about you and wondering about you, and likewise you've been wondering about them, about how God brought that thing together. There's a school where the, when the principal told me to not read my Bible because it ain't doing no good, I told her, I don't read the Bible for her. <laughs> and I quit my job during December. It was just, it's amazing how God brings things back to full circle. He's showing you some of the seeds that you've been sowing a barren fruit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These kids here now, mamas and stuff, and got three and four children. I'm like, okay. Y'all been fruitful. You're multiplying. <laughs> you know, but they're doing well for themselves. You never know whose life you may impact. That's just like when my dad and um, my first, my freshman year of college, we were walking on the campus, and I don't know if you remember Roy Spearman and Leonard Jones. They were on the back. The name is something. I definitely remember Roy Spearman's name. It, it, it does remember bring back something to me, right? It was like you know they saw my father walking across the campus. All of a sudden, you heard somebody say, "Mr. Farley," and he like what? And it was some of his ex students. The hell, you know, and then, and just like you said, the same thing. They talked about how you know how much he made an impact on their life, and he would have never envisioned that he was gonna see them while he's bringing his son to school. So yeah, I, I understand. I understand. And just to show you that we have to be careful on the walk that we walk in and how we say and present ourselves. To uh, before people because you never know who's looking at you or who's even who, who's like you, you. You even the words that you speak, how it changes their lives. What's that song? Somebody's watching you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Right, 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 right. right. Hey, you never know, baby. You never know. Yes, Lord. All right, young man. Well, whenever you want to start, you can open us up. Father, Lord God, it's once again, Lord God, an honor and a privilege, Lord God, that we could enter into the throne room of grace, that we may find grace and mercy and help in a time of need, Lord God. We thank you, O Lord God, for allowing us to assemble ourselves together once again, Lord God, as true worshipers and believers, Lord God, of your word. Those who wish to to partake in fellowship, Lord God, and just bask in your holy presence. Father God, we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that your Holy Spirit, Lord God, will endow us, Lord God, with power from our high, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, to commune, to fellowship, to worship, and to praise your holy name. Father God, we ask that you cover us throughout this day. You will keep us protected, Lord God, from all dangers seen and unseen, Lord God. Let the path of which we tread, Lord God, be one that reflects and, and just radiate among 
men's, Lord God, of whom lives we will come to touch or come to know. Father God, we ask that your blessings will be bestowed upon us, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that wherever prayers we send up, Lord God, whomever we send up prayers for, Lord God, that you will just meet them in your appointed time, Lord God. We have the faith and assurance, Lord God, that what we are doing, Lord God, is what you have called us to do, Lord God. So let us not be weary in well-doing Lord God. Let us not be weary and we are doing for a due season, Lord God. We're going to reap if we faint not, Lord God. Let us keep our eyes stayed on you. Let us keep our minds stayed on you, Lord God. Let our speech, Lord, be, be that which edifies and glorifies your holy name. Father God, we ask you to come against the attack of the enemy, Lord God, that will try to break anything, Lord God, from keeping us or separate us from worshiping your holy name, Lord God. Let us walk in the way that you have caused us to walk, Lord God. Let us walk in the way that you get the path, Lord God, that you have a name for us to walk. Let us live our lives holy and peacefully, pleasing and acceptable in your sight, Lord God. Father God, we ask that your anointing will fall afresh according to everyone who come on this call, Lord God. Let them come with expectancy, Lord God, to be blessed, Lord God, that their lives will be changed and renewed, that everything, Lord God, the enemy tried to take away from us, Lord God, it will be returned to us, Lord God, a hundredfold. Father God, let us eat the food, Lord God, that you have prepared for us, Lord God. And that's the word of God, Lord God. So that it could be life unto our bones and marrow to us, to us, Lord God, so we can live, Lord God. So even, Lord God, as you spoke to the Israelites after they turned away from you, and you spoke to them in, in, in Ezekiel, Lord God, you told them to return from their backsliding way, Jeremiah, I mean, Lord God. You told them to return from their backsliding ways, for you have healed them. You have loved on them, Lord God, and you have called them. You're married to them, Lord. Lord, you're married to us. Let's, let's continue to just to receive the blessings that you have given unto us, Lord God. Let us complete the 91st number of songs, Lord God, over our lives, Lord God, that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, Lord God. Let us just abide under your wings and cover us, Lord God, throughout this day. Father God, I even lift up those, Lord God, who have to go before the court, before the magistrate today, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that they that the judges would not find them guilty, Lord God, and that they would not have to stand, Lord God, before man and be judged, Lord God. For you are the one who we are worried about, who we need to be concerned about the judgment for, Lord God. So let us live our lives, Lord God, holy and acceptable and in peace in your sight, Lord God. Father God, we cast down anything that is not of you. We break the bonds, Lord God, that Satan has us chained with, Lord God. So whom the word teaches us that whom the son has set free, we are freed indeed, Lord God. So that means we're free from our actions, our past, and our sins, Lord God. Set us free, O oh God. Let us not not let no weapon form against us, Lord God, prosper, Lord God. I just lift up Robert Moore, Lord God, even as he get ready to go before the courts this morning, Lord God, that he, even those who accuse him, Lord God, or maybe wrongfully accusing him, Lord God, that they would have been confessed with their mouths, Lord God, that they made the wrong mistake, Lord God. Father God, we pray, Lord God, that you would give him the faith and assurance and know that you are his 
lawyer, Lord God, in the courtroom. You are his judge and his jury, Lord God, and you have already counted him free, free, and you will not hold him blameful for the things that he's done. Father God, I pray for those who are on their sick beds, Lord God, that even in their sickness, Lord God, they will reach up to heaven, Lord God. They will press towards Jesus, Lord God, even as the woman with the issue of blood, Lord God. She pressed through the crowd, Lord, even though she knew she couldn't get to him. She said, but if I could just touch the hem of his garment, she knew her faith knew that she would be made whole. Restore us and make us whole, oh God. Revive us again, Lord God, so we can live holy and acceptable before you, Lord God, and worship and praise your holy name. Father God, I pray for those who are unsaved in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that they would develop a zeal, Lord God, and a love for Jesus, Lord God, that they will call upon the name of Jesus, Lord God, in that they will be saved, Lord God, from their their sinful walks, Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Father God, I ask you to anoint Sam afresh right now so that he can do the job that you have called him to do, even as he began to read the new book, Lord God, on the seven prophecies, Lord God, that it will touch the lives of those who hear, Lord God, and even those who cannot hear it, Lord God, such as myself, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will just send a rain of word into my spirit, Lord God, so that I can receive, Lord God, what is being discussed on this call. In Jesus' name I Bora Yes, 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 Father. 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 Yes, yes, yes
Moshiki Oromboka Ramboshi Roko Randaka Boshiki Yaradokomboshiaraka and Rasiki Harandokosaka Haramboki Arandeke Haramboki Arandeke Shake Haramboki Arandeke Handeke 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 Haramboshiarakande Shakande Yes, 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 Father God. Yaroko dekehe, Yaroko sakanda, release, 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 Lord. Mm. Let the anointing flow. Let the Spirit of God flow, Lord. Release, Daddy God. Release, release, release. Yaroko sekede, Yaroko sakanda. Borashe kandere roko boka handrase harambrande roke say yes 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 Father God. Mm. Shedombo kosaka ha 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 ha. Shedombo kiarande ke he 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 he. Yandio se ombo randi arande ke arambo saka harambo si ke he he yes. Release that Father. Hmm. Let the power, the anointing, the grace, the mercy, the love of God flow forth. Mm. Swiftly go forth, Lord. Shadow go swiftly, Father. Yasada go swiftly, Lord. Yarambo seke Thank you, Daddy God. Yarambose. Sharambose. 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 Harambose. Shandeke. Harambose. Shandeke. Sharambose. Harambose, Sharadike, Harambosa. Yes, Father God, we praise your name. We glorify you. Holy Spirit, come forth. Holy Spirit, come forth. Roshida Gosa, Shiragasa. Rombo, release that, Father. Horomboka. Release that, Lord. Randishi, the Gose, Shiragose, Shiragose. Thank you, Daddy God. Yes, Father, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Daddy God. Now, now, now. Kirokosa, change, manifestation, mm, change, manifestation. Parambosa, Rizakora, Dedako, Rizakosi, Karaka. Yes. Thank you, Father. Yes, yes, yes. Now you can go forth to do that which you desire to do, Lord. Nothing holding you back. Nothing holding you back. Now it is released. Now it is released. We praise your name, Father. We glorify you, Lord. Your grace, your mercy, your peace, your love. Father God, you know, Sikia, Yarambuse, Haraka. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jess. All righty, all righty, all righty. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord God. Yes, Sam, you there? Yep, I'm here. You know, I just make, you know, I'm constantly reading. And I've always made the 23rd, the 30th, 34th, 37th, 91st numbers of a song part of my reading, in addition to what you had me to read for many years ago, the Proverbs. And I remember I was sitting down this weekend, and I was trust, 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 
that just kept running to my head. Trust, 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 trust. And each time I read, I said, every time I read, especially in the 34th numbers and the 37th numbers, Lord God, and, and, and I think it was the 94th and the 40th number songs I read too. And I think that every time I ran across that word of trust, I heard your voice. I heard the Lord speaking to you in your voice, speaking to me in your voice. Trust, mm. trust, trust. Trust, and, and it just started feeding me up. I just got full. Mm. Wow! I'm talking about I got so full, and every time trust, trust. You know, it is just amazing how God can just use those whom we fellowship with, somebody to come and speak a Raymond word into our lives, and it just become food for our, for us to feed off of. And I want to thank you for allowing God to use you to even just give me that word. And that simple one word, trust, it just meant so much. It just means so much to me. But I thank God for you. Amen. One word, but that is so powerful of a word. If we can really get to that point where we just trust him, not in our head, but truly in our heart and our spirit, we will be so further along than we are. Mm-mm-mm. Wow, praise the Lord. Yes, that, that world got a lot of power with it. A yes. lot of power with it. And in fact, that world got Jesus written all across it, all up the side, down and into it, and out of it, in the front, the back, everything. Evil stuck in the middle. <laughs> all right, now. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. We say it out our li- out our lips, but do we really live it out our lives? Mm. Wow. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Is that what she say? Right now. Yeah. All righty. Well, anybody want to pray before we start hitting these lists? Anybody want to pray before we start hitting these lists? This, 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 this. Do you want to pray before we do the list? <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to take that as a no. I need to go get the list so we can get this party started right. Get this party started quickly. Okay. 
the most family, hundred to go say she 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 to go the Tolan family. Sakara. <laughs> Morgan Macmillan found me. Rochelle, <laughs> Sharan,
Uzi Web. Hush it to go say she 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 to go say Yes, Father God, Buhundi to go saka. Yes, Holy Spirit, Shandras to go sanda. Purosa to the Jose Sakra. Claire Harper, Hundi to go into the Gandhi 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 to go into the Randy Gosara, Gasara, 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 Randy Gosishi to Gasa, Sakra. The man that had to go Zeshi to go Zeshi to go Zeshi, Gasada, Sakra. Susie Webb, Randy to go Zeshi to go Zeshi to go Zeshi, Gasara, Sakra. Okay, I got young man, Kevin Holton, tell me, Yashi to go Zeshi to go Zeshi. Yeah, Monique, hush it to go say, she 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 to go say, from Boca, hush it to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to Boca, from Boca, Sakara. Teresa Walker, hush it to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, from Bosa, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, from Bosa, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, from Bosa, Sakara. Patricia Arnold. Yakarambo said it again. Randy to go say she to go. Randy to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say. Yandy to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say. Randy to go say she to go say. Randy Casa, the Casa, Yan Randy Costa, Sakara. Tyrese, hoshi to go say, she 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 to go Humboshi, she to go say, 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 she to go Ricardo and family. Who should go say? 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 Who should go say? Should go Senegal? Sakara. Jakir. From Bundi to Gadi to Gundi to Gandi to Gundi to Gasaka. From Brandi to go say? Should go say? Brandi to go Saka. Brandi to Gandi to Gandi to go say? Should go Saka. Yes, 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 Father. Yara Rukondi Saka. Huluha Sharambuke Yara Sharambose Shara Yarambosa 
Shimon Asiv, and Hushi to go say, she 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 to go Salakada, Hushi to go Salaga, Sakara. Faith Joseph Love Muhammad, Hushi to go say, she 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 to go say, Hushi to go Salaga, Sakara. Jalen Roy, Hushi to go say, she 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 to go Salaga, Hushi to go Salaga, Sakara.
So I just wanted to let you know I was here. I'm going to need a few minutes because I have to leave in 10 minutes. Okay, well, go ahead. I'll finish my list up. All right. Reginald Foss. Donald Nussel. She's going to go say, she's going to 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 say, Thank you for muting your phone. Appreciate it. I thought it was on mute. I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. We got Reginald Foss, Rose Johnson. She should go. Another gun. 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 Donald lost the hush, she's gonna say, 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 she's gonna City of Atlanta, hundred to go to the to the to go to the to go to the to the to go 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 to the to Mastermind group. Push it to go say, she 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 to go Trauma Center Church. Hundred to go into the gander 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 to go say she go say she go say go say go Hundred to go say she go say she go say go say go go say go say go say Daniel Watson and the Watson family. Who should go say she to 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 go
Plus Jelly Janai Kanisha Aiden and Charles. Push it to go sit, it'll 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 go sit, Push it to go sit, it'll go sit, it'll go sit, it'll go suck it up. Stillman College. Push it to go sit, it'll 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 go suck. Push it to go sit, it'll go sit, it'll go sit, it'll go suck it up. Suck it up. Margaret Lewin family. Hundred to go sit, it'll 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 go suck. Hundred to go sit, it'll go sit, it'll go sit, it'll go suck it up. Suck it up. Vanessa, hush it go session, then it'll go session, then it'll go session, it'll go stand up. Hundred go session, go on the go session, go session, go session, go session, go up. Rabasa, suck it up. Michelle Crockett, hush it go brasa. Hundred go session, hush it go sendraka. Harambasa, suck it up. Markel, hush it go session, 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 Markel, Erica's Church, Hush to go say she to go say she to go say she 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 and then we got Mark Eaton Charles the second hundred go under the gun to 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 Pastor Mark, push it to go say, she 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 go say, push it to go say, she 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 go Rasa Sakandike Sakara. Ah, good, 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 good. Okay. These last people on this list, this, this, this. Pray against the satanic after school program. Wosh ye gidiru kumbu, shaka de had gidiru kumbu, shakara. Thank you, Father. Beautiful, amen. Illuminati. Bo yarambo shiki he. Nyesi yarambo shandi kerarakumbu saka. Nyesi rakanda. And the bell worship. Alright, so that's my full list, sis. Arthur did unsaved, so we got all the rest to do. Anybody want to do them? Seeking hospice, abuse, and addictions, seeking shut in, congregations and churches. Speak now, forever hold your peace. Don't 
once, going twice, going three times. Okay. So that means we got to see some hostage. She should go say, 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 should go Sarakandaka. Congregation church, Abuse and addiction, Prisoners and missionaries, Unsaved is done. And precious ministers and their family. She should go say, she 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 go Okay, um, I can't think of anything else. Use addiction, deceased in hospice, congregation churches, prisoners and missionaries, unsaved, pressure for men and their families. Okay, that's all of this. Walking in the realm of supernatural. Hush, you to go say, 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 Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Discernment. Growth in our gifts and in our fruits. She should go say, she 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 go say, Peace surpasses all understanding. Hush it go say, she 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 go say, Grace, mercy, and favor. Hundred go under the gander, 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 go under Financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. She should go say, she 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 go say, that's a beautiful thing. How was your weekend? Weekend was pretty good. Had family here, so it was it was nice. <coughs> That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I think you was going to something on that Friday. Wasn't somebody coming in or something happening on that Friday when you was on the call? My daughter's uh, senior night on the volleyball court at school. 
So that oh. was Saturday. So I had to, which I, which I didn't know. It worked out fine, but you do the same thing you do in high school on a senior night. You walk your kid across the court and get flowers and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all righty. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So she's coming yeah. out of college this year? No, she has one more year, but she's already done her four years on the uh, volleyball court. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, she transferred from Fort Valley and lost about eight credits, so that put her about six months behind in graduating. Gotcha, I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yep. Yes, sir. How was your your weekend? Oh, it was cool. My daughter came in. Oh, great. Yeah, so she's growing and maturing, so it was ended up being enjoyable. It's fine. Good. It is amazing to watch them grow, especially watch them grow in God, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you can see the maturity. set. And this is, I, I just laughed, which is like I had to ponder, like, oh, this is my child? You <laughs> know, it was homecoming weekend, and she actually ran away from the party because she didn't want to be bothered. Uh-huh. Back when I was in college, we ran to the party. As a matter of fact, we had the party, homecoming of Steelman, and we went to the homecoming of UA. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that's nothing but God. I just praise him for it. But, that, you know, just talking about the maturity that she's showing, so. Yeah, it is, because I tell you what, Mr. Sam, my daughter was initially recruited by a different coach, uh, uh, a God-fearing woman, you could just tell, because my daughter was recruited, and within, like, two months of her being recruited was stricken with the MS. That <clears throat> coach and her husband showed up at the hospital and was just there. Well, while my daughter was during that transition, the coach took a better job, and they brought in a new coach. And ever since then, it's like my daughter has just, been dealing with a lot with this new coach. And um, so I told her, I said, I look at how you're maturing because she was like, Mom, I I just, I can't with this woman. It's always something, your facial expressions. You don't seem excited. You don't, you know, so she, uh, senior night was a disappointment because she didn't hardly get any playing time. However, the rest of the seniors did. So we can tell she's targeted for whatever reason, but she's like, Mom, I just keep praying. She said, I just keep praying. She said, because you know what? It's paying for the majority of my education, and that's how I have to look at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what we're talking about. That's a maturity thing. Yeah, it is a maturity thing. It really is. And you know what? People... I've learned, and you learn early, and I watched my mom do this as well. You have to be careful how you treat other people's children because that stuff comes back, you know? Well. It comes back. And my mother said when she was a manager, she was always good to her employees. Sorry. I'm on my way to a doctor's office, so it's uh, GPS. I'm sorry. 
But, right. you know, I told my daughter, I said, um, if God lays it on your heart to speak your peace, speak your peace. You know? Right. You can learn when to hold and learn when to speak. Yep. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. That's very, very true. Yep. Can you hear me through this phone? Yeah, I can. Okay, maybe it's my line then. I'm going to switch phones again. Okay, say something now. Hello? Okay, yeah, it's bad on this one. Okay. All right. Well, let me finish this list up, then I'll pray for you, Ms. Ness. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, I got um, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, discernment, walking in the realm of supernatural. Yandere go into the gandere go into the gandere go into the gandere go into the sandrana sakara. Grace, mercy, and favor. Yashara go into go into go into gandere ka sakara. Growth and our gifts and our fruits. Shakanda sakara. Um, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, growth, and favor, growth and our fruits. Financial breakthroughs and turnarounds, Jaka, got that one. Uh, health, healing, restoration, shishu, to go see, shishu, to go see, shishu, to go see, harandu, to go saraka, saraka, sakara. Restoring our youth, shishu, to go see, 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 sakara. Praying for you, shishu, to go see, shishu, to go see, shishu, to go see, shishu, to go see, sakara. Renewing our minds. Shandir going to the Gandhi going to the Gandhi going to the Gandhi going to the Gandhi Sakra. Alrighty, I think that's all on my list. Okay, well, let me pray for Ms. Ness. Okay, thank you. No problem. Alright, Father God. Yokum Bushi Kande, Shirakum Brandikosi, Daddy, the Kumbrashi, Kuru, the Kumbushi, Kara, the Kumbrandi, the Koseke, the Ka. Hmm, yeah, they did it a combosia shattered a combran in the gossation to go say she to go say she to go say she to go sandaka. Boshe shed a candrasa, Boshe shed a cosaca, Boshe shed a caranda to go seke, Darambosan did a gosan did a gose, did a gosan did a gose, did a gansanda to go sanda to go say. Yes, hmm. Thank you, Father God, your bokarandaka. Yes, Holy Spirit, Yandere Gose, Shiraganda. Yes, we praise you. Bo Yarakande, Shedere Rukumboko, Handa Rukonde, Shirakandeke, Hande Rukosande Rukum. Change is coming. Find peace in the change. Don't let yourself get rattled. Seek God, focus on Him. You will be calm in the midst of the storm. Hold on to Him. Amen. Hold on to Him. That is your lifeline. You do what is necessary to keep your focus on God. There are many distractions around you, and that is their purpose, to distract you. 
There are many things around you to pull you away because what they want to do is to break your focus. Okay. You you focus on focusing on God. You focus okay. on focusing on God. Don't let the distractions. As I said, seek ye first. So you put God first, then you deal with whatever distractions. Okay. In other words, there are things that we have to deal with in life. I mean, we got to pay bills. We got to go to work. We got to do right. something happen. So, you know, we have to understand that. But what I'm saying is respond before you react. Take a moment okay. to seek his spirit. If you if you okay. can pull away and get some time just to say, okay, God, give me some direction. That's what I mean. Because, see, what the devil's trying to do is he's trying to just get you to do it do it now, even if, if, if I'm gonna say like, especially when somebody I need to know right now. Well, gotcha. okay. You, you're gonna have to give me a minute. I'll let you know in a moment, but I'm not gonna let you know right now because see, you need to make sure that you connect with God. If it's nothing else but for to give God the grace to handle the situation to submit the situation to God, to seek his wisdom. So so all that is going to happen when you respond rather than reacting. The Holy yes, Spirit sir. is there, wisdom is there, everything that you need is there. You make a choice that you're going to seek God first before you seek Vanessa. Okay. okay. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm pulling into my doctor's office. You, that that was right on time. I'm going in here for some testing, so keep me in your prayers. Okie dokie, Smokey. Thank you, sir. All right, no problem. Bye. All right. All right, well, that's our list. Anybody going to want a prayer? Before we get, I send out this text about the reading. What do you want, Ugly? <laughs> All right, anybody want to say something? Pray something? One, 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 two, 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 three, three, three. Okay, gone. All right. Oh, if you is, or if you ain't my baby, baby, won't you please be on home to me?
without loving me Your love makes me do
Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile. I want to have some sanctified folks that can get up on your feet. Anybody remember how we used to have church? Somebody had a tambourine. Somebody had a washboard.
All right, all right, all right. Joy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah. Okay. Let's get ready for the reading. All right, Father God. Yana to go say she 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 to go Sandra Karakose Karakombaka. Hmm. Yana to go say she to go say. Yana to go say she 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 to go Sandraka. Yana to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go Randaka. Yana to Kombosa Sakara. Okay, today we're going to start with a new book it's called The Seven Mountain Prophecy by Johnny Enlow, Unveiling the Coming Elijah Revolution. I'm starting the foreword. When I was a teenager, I prayed that God would give me a husband that I would have to run to keep up with spiritually. I've been running for, my, for almost 20 years now. Keeping up with my best friend and husband, Johnny Enlow, has been more of an adventure than I ever dreamed of. Before we married... He assured me of two things we would never do, become a pastor or do the missionary thing. And, of course, that is exactly what we have been doing for the last 10 years. Johnny's parents were missionaries for 50 years in Peru, and he saw how much work it took for seemingly so little fruit as he raised during his 10 years in the jungles of Peru. So mission work and traveling to the nation was far more glamorous to him. This was a relief to me because I was simply terrified at the thought of leaving my own food, bed, and potty. Just a few years into our marriage, the word pastor was considered a dirty word in our home. We found ourselves rudely awakened to the reality of false shepherds whose deception is rooted in Jezebel, and it was closer than we could hardly believe. In retrospect, we realized that God was preparing us for the real by allowing us to get an undeniable deep breath of the counterfeit. After pleading with God to bring justice to our city and going through a lot of Holy Spirit-induced healing, his response was to ask us to be part of raising up the real, his beautiful bride. So now we both gladly spend our lives on him and the church he gave for his life for. Hmm. All righty. Here in Atlanta. All righty now. <laughs> Here in Atlanta, as well as in many nations we've had the privilege of traveling to, Johnny has taken teams over for 60, 60 short-term mission trips where he has been seeing ordinary people like ourselves and our friends do great exploits through the power of God. Jesus captured my heart so profoundly that even my fears couldn't keep me tied to my comfort, so I've traveled a good bit with him as well. If you're like me, you read books such as this one, and you think, how did the author get that revelation? How did it all play out in the midst of the mundane? So I thought, as the author's wife, I might give you a little insight into Johnny's journey to this place on the path. I've watched Johnny over the years as he's wrestled with God and learned his true identity as his son, apart from his career or ministry. I watched him wrestle with questions concerning really big picture stuff, learning the dialogue with God about all that had grieved him in the body of Christ. And I watched him lean into the presence of his father, satisfied with his love, even if he would never get the revelation or understanding, simply because he has found him to be enough. His journey, our journey, has been one that has provoked us to a deeper places of intimacy with God than we ever thought possible. And you know what happens? You know what happens when you find true intimacy? You find yourself impregnated with fruit that is eternal and more real than this earthly realm. I frequently tell Johnny, we are in over our heads, but I wouldn't trade that reality for any other life. In that place, we learn intimacy and end up birthing things that we cannot sustain ourselves, which presses us continually back into the Father's heart to receive his supernatural strategies and power. 
I want to tell you from the start of this book that everything it is an overflow where Johnny has found in moments with his papa as he learns to simply be with him, not looking for ideas for a sermon or answers to questions. He would find that when their time together was over for the day, he just knew things he didn't know before. Mm. Sometimes he describes it like this. You get in his presence and just enjoy him, and it doesn't matter whether you're hearing, seeing, or feeling anything at that moment. When you walk away, you find that the Lord has slipped whatever he had for you in your back pocket while you were with him. When you need access to it, it's right there. Okay, I must admit that it sounds so easy that at times I get frustrated because I personally am one who has a hard time getting my mind to be still. But when I do, it sure is worth the effort. A little over a year ago, Carl Pierce prophesied over Johnny that God was about to show him the way the kingdom of God works, and that revelation would give him a concern in the kingdom would blow his mind. Cal also said the Lord would teach him how to save a nation in a day. But soon after that, the Johnny began to have an understanding of much of what he shares in his book. A few months later, after he began writing, we were at a conference, and Chuck Pierce prophesied over Johnny that he saw him having great favor in the nations and that the Lord says, yes, a nation can be saved in a day. Many of you reading this have felt so torn. You have a great desire to serve the Lord, but the mundane realities of work and family are overwhelming to keep up with. If things aren't going so well with your career, you may feel tempted to figure out a way to leave it all behind and sell out to God by going into what we refer as full-time ministry. If your career or business is successful, then you may be tempted to believe that you don't have a ministry and maybe let God down in some way. The prophetic revelation Johnny teaches in the Seven Mountain Prophecy truly will revolutionize your thinking. You'll see the answer to the question that David asked as he saw everyone frozen in fear before Goliath. Is there not a cause? Your heart is cried out, wondering if there's something you could give God from your life that will please him. Is there not something I was created to do of eternal weight? Just like David, you see that your years of finding God in the midst of the mundane and killing the lions and bears that came your way has prepared you to kill giants. Like David, you understand that the hope for victory lies in the fact that the battle is the Lord's. Just remember something that we have learned along the way. As the Lord gives you favor to take the head off a giant, don't confuse it with love, acceptance, or approval. Favor is not his love. Favor is for the excitement. Favor is not about what you deserve or earning it. You can have significant issues in your heart or lifestyle that God is disciplining you in and still walk in supernatural favor to impact the world. Wow. Mm. That is why it's so important to, tr- to always prioritize personal intimacy with him before ministry. Mm. I think I need to read that again. Favor is not his love. Favor is for the assignment. Favor is not about you deserving it or earning it. You can have significant issues in your heart or lifestyle that God is disciplining you in and still walk in supernatural favor to impact the world. That is why it's so important to always prioritize personal intimacy with him before ministry. What we do with what we do with and for him must be the overflow of what we have found alone with him. It is in this alone place of just being with him that his love, acceptance, and approval and discipline are spoken into us. Never let God's favor on you get ahead of your intimacy with him. To the degree that you have influence, you must equally de- you must have equally deep places of prioritizing his presence, whatever that looks like for you. One last story that you just have to hear before you learn how to be an Elijah revolutionary. 
When Johnny finished writing his book, he went to Costa Rica, where he planned to preach his first message for the first time in its entirety outside of our local church. The plan was to teach all of it in a conference as well as an overview on Unlaunch TV, which airs in over 60 nations worldwide. As background info, you have to know that he has grown very accustomed to supernatural signs taking place as he travels and preaches, many of them having something to do with electricity and lights wherever he goes. At first, this trip to Costa Rica seems familiar to the other trips in that respect. Johnny's also used to see some quite a bit of resistance in the spiritual realm as he prepares to minister. But what he felt that time was incomparable. He found himself having to pray in the spirit under his breath whenever he wasn't speaking just to maintain focus to deliver the next message in the series. He could literally feel the confrontational power this revelation carries in the spirit. He quickly realized it was more important than he understood at that point. Throughout the days there, he noticed an increase in power outages every time he spoke about the seven mountains and everywhere he went. It became obvious that it was no coincidence. For example, when he was opening his mouth to say the first word of the message for international TV, the power blew at the station for no apparent reason. <laughs> Fortunately, they were able to switch to their backup source during the normal 10-second delay. So at the one last meeting of the conference, Johnny began to share with the people why he felt there had been frequent power outages during that week. He shared that the Lord had shown him that this revolution was so powerful, so important, that it had to be released, that our current way of thinking needed to be rewired in order to receive it, by changing him from 110 to 220 voltage. We told him they had to become very aware through this prophetic parable of the electricity being short-circuited, that this was powerful enough revelation that it could blow the national power grid of the entire nation. As those words came out of his mouth at 8, 10 p.m. on April 19, 207, the national power grid of Costa Rica blew, and there was no electricity in the whole nation for five hours. <laughs> All of that is to say this. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you grace to perceive what God is releasing in this hour because he is so worthy to receive what this generation has been invited to give him. As you read, may you more clearly see your part. Okay. That was a foreword. And I saw in him, and I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne, a scroll written inside and on the back seal with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open a scroll and to loose the seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open a scroll or to look at it. So I wept much, because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose the seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which is the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and open its seals, for you were slain, and you have redeemed us, by, you redeemed us to God by your blood. Out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne of living creatures and elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands and thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, and wisdom, and strength, honor, and glory, and blessing. Revelation 5, 1 through 12.
In Revelation 5, we get a glimpse into an amazing moment taking place in heaven. The Father on his throne holds in his right hand a scroll with seven seals that no one has found worthy to lose. John the Apostle is overcome with sadness and tears as he contemplates his heavenly reality. An elder comes to John and tells him not to weep because someone has just shown up who is worthy to open a scroll and loose the seven seals. This someone is a lamb who was slain for us. He is described as having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God. The seven horns represent seven foundations of power that the lamb has because of his awesome act of redemption on the cross. It is why Jesus said after his resurrection, all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth, Matthew 28 and 18. He has now paid the price not just so souls could be rescued from hell and not just so a few could receive healing, but he had proved that he was worthy to cover all ground that had been lost in the Garden of Eden. Jesus had regained authority to establish the rule of God upon the seven pillars of the very cultures or infrastructures of every nation on the earth. Second Chronicles 16 and 9 tells us that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Hmm. The Lamb's seven eyes are literally looking for those whom he can send supernatural help from heaven to act as they advance the kingdom of God on earth. The seven spirits of God represent the heavenly help and angels assigned to enforce the authority that Jesus was given over heaven and earth. That is why he followed his all that is why he followed his all authority is mine declaration with the great commission to make disciples of all nations, Matthew twenty eight and nineteen. The Great Commission has always been about as much more than what most of us have imagined. Back in Revelation five and six, we see that an explosion of joy filled the heavens as Jesus took the scrolls with the seven seals. The four living creatures and the 24 elders burst forth with a new song. Verse 10 tells why the key line of the song, You have made us kings and priests to our God. We shall reign on the earth. The dominion that Adam and Eve had lost was now regained, and heaven was rejoicing. Millions of angels then joined and sing in verse 12, Worthy is the Lamb. <clears throat> who was slain to receive power, riches, and wisdom, strength, and honor, glory, and blessing. These seven attributes of majesty that he is worthy to receive each coincide with the seven main pillars of every nation's culture or society. When we speak of discipline in the nations, we're speaking of the seven pillars of society that the Lamb is worthy to receive. After researching the original Greek meaning of these words, it became evident to me that the power speaks of government, Riches speak of economy. Wisdom speaks of education. Strength speaks of family. Honor speaks of religion. Glory speaks of celebration, arts and entertainment. And blessing speaks of media. The Lamb was slain, making the ultimate sacrifice to enable us to discipline or instruct the nations in these seven foundations of culture so we would, turn, we would in turn deliver them to him, thus fulfilling Revelations 11 and 15. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Our God is worthy that all areas of society and every people group come under his righteous rule. In the chapters of this book, I refer to the foundations of culture and our sectors as society as mountains. Revelation 17 describes a harlot who sits on a beast with seven heads that are seven mountains. 
This demonic entity described as a woman must be displaced from the mountain or seeds of power. This is our mission that we will commission by Jesus to do. Jesus is the head and we are his body. He already did his part at regaining all power and authority through the cross and his resurrection. He left earth so he could send us the same Holy Spirit that was powerful enough to raise him from the dead in order we be able to fulfill his mandate to go therefore and disciple all the nations. This is our unfinished business, promised, our promised land that is yet to be taken. All that we need has already been provided for, and there's still been a company favor as we accept this mission. In the coming chapters, I will highlight the seven specific areas of influence the Lord has assigned us to church, and then offer insight into the nature of the spiritual battles involved in the sevenfold mission. These seven culture-shaping areas, media, government, education, economy, family, religion, and celebration, arts and entertainment, are the keys to advancing the kingdom of God in the nations. The favor to invade these seven mountains is already upon us as part of God's end-time strategy to establish him as ruler of the nations. A person began to experience his favor being suddenly thrust into opportunities to speak prophetically into the lives of key leaders in several nations I often visit. I have been privileged to reach residents, um, I have been privileged to reach presidents, congressmen, politicians, generals, captains, governors, mayors, top executives, and media personalities. This God-initiated phenomena is taking place for many around the world and will only increase as Christians accept the mission Jesus called us to. There's a sudden surge of favor available to us to be positioned in places of unprecedented societal influence. Today, nations with no history of Christian political leadership are coming under the influence of Christian presidents, congressmen, and other key governmental leaders. Christian educators are being drawn to the forefront Hold on one second. Christian, where am I? Christian educators are being drawn to the forefront and becoming known for new concepts and new curriculum for schools, movies, and art. A sudden experience Christian influence as never before. Christian athletes, coaches, artists, musicians, economists, lawmakers, journalists, entrepreneurs, and the like are being spiritually promoted like never before. As the world becomes darker, the true light of Christ is beginning to shine brighter. In unprecedented fashion, the church is getting an opportunity to manifest Christ's solutions for society in an outside-the-four-walls context. The Lord is raising his people up and giving them opportunity to fulfill the entire Great Commission, to discipline nations and not just individuals. Hmm. Some are recognizing the strategic sovereignty of God and promoting them to heifer to unseen. Many, however, do not fully grasp the opportunity God has given us. That is the central purpose of this book, to help Christians understand that this favor is divinely strategic and constitutes the place of each person's ministry assignment. Every believer needs to understand his or her work is not a secular calling, but rather a God-assigned mission. I'll also be identifying the nature of the spiritual battle that will unfold as we gain and then maintain godly influence in these society-shaping arenas. Recognizing the God-initiated phenomena of societal favor must be followed with an understanding of the spiritual armor we must wear in order to overcome the demonic enemies that operate on the seven mountains of influence. Each mountain is under demonic assignment specific to that particular arena. 
Godly influence can only be gained by operating in the opposite spirit from that which rules the world. For example, a Jezebel spirit would try to prevent a Christian from the influence in the mountain of celebration, arts, and entertainment. So believers seeking to have an impact on that mountain must maintain personal freedom from that influence. A spirit of mammon will keep the Christian from, from progressing on the mountain of economy, which is business and wealth. Therefore, a Christian who is called to great influence on this mountain must be stripped of mammon's influence in his own life before he can exercise any spiritual authority there. In order to succeed in bringing God's influence to bear, we must first understand the assignment and then understand the operating nature of the demonic forces that will seek to circumvent us. I believe this book can be a helpful resource for Christian high school and college students to assist them in pursuing a biblically mandated career opportunity. Imagine beginning your adult life, focusing your passion for God on a specific area of study, knowing that you are called to transform it through supernatural, Holy Spirit-inspired strategies that will blow the world's mind. Imagine not caring about the salary or the prestige, but caring only that God's righteousness be displayed for all to see in that area of society. Hold on one second. Okay. It is crucial that young adults who are passionate for God be shown valid options for the futures beside going into typical ministry-related fields. My desire is to challenge those who want to radically spend their lives on God to ask him which mountain he will give them radical favor to impact. The seven mountain areas or areas of influence are not only the seven in our societies, but they are specific arenas that God has given us favor to retake and bring under the influence of Christ. In order to become the head and not the tail, Deuteronomy 28 and 13, we must capture the areas of influence at the head of our society. It is our spiritual poverty of vision and poor eschatology that have kept us as a tail and out of the promised land. The first several chapters of this book were specifically aimed at correcting two faulty foundations in our lives, lack of vision and misguided understanding of the end times. I will then devote a chapter to each of the seven areas of assignment that are before us. They will not be exhaustive, but I believe they will be descriptive enough to serve as a significant launching point. As Caleb knew his specific target mountain at the age of 85, Joshua 4 and 12. I believe this book will greatly serve to help us identify the mountain from the mountain or mountains God has given you to favor to influence. This book is, is both prophecy and strategy for the assignment that awaits us. The church will see Jesus' prayer fulfilled on earth as it is in heaven. And what you're about to read is in part template for how this is going to occur. I'm aware that I'm overgeneralizing at times and even at times point and even at times paint with strokes that are too broad, and so I ask for grace on that ahead of time. I believe that these are early stages of revelation for us to regard this truth, and I trust more will be understood by many others as we continue to ask God for more clarity. In the meanwhile, don't discard the central premises I will lay out because of a detail of contention. This is a most amazing time to be alive, and if you have ears to hear, you might soon understand that better than ever before. May the Holy Spirit clarify your mission and mountain he has created you to make an eternal impact on. Know that as you accept your mission impossible, all things are possible with this faith. 
Okay. So I'm going to skip the forward. I'm just going to restart at the introduction. All righty then. And I saw the right hand of him who sat on the throne, a scroll written inside, and on the back seal was seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaim with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and loose the seals. And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or look at it. In heaven, on earth, or under the earth. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open or read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and loose the seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though he had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of his right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open the seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels surround the throne, the living creatures, the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands and thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, and wisdom, and strength, honor, glory, and blessing. Revelation 5, 1 through 12. In Revelation 5, we get a glimpse into an amazing moment taking place in heaven. The Father on his throne holds in his right hand a scroll with seven seals that no one is found worthy to lose. John the Apostle is overcome with sadness and tears as he contemplates his heavenly reality. An elder comes to John and tells him not to weep because someone has just shown up who's worthy to open the scroll to loose the seal. <clears throat> and I, you know, as I'm reading this, you know, seven is the number of perfection. And it just caught me also, and I said before, that no one was worthy in heaven, on the earth, or under the earth until Jesus showed up. This someone is a lamb who was slain for us. He is described as having seven horns and seven eyes, which is the seven spirits of God. Hmm. I'm going to say that again. This someone is a lamb who is slain for us. He is described as having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God. The seven horns represent seven foundations of power that the lamb has because of his awesome act of redemption on the cross. It is why Jesus said after his resurrection, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, Matthew 28 and 18. He had now paid the price not just so souls could be rescued from hell and not just so a few could receive healing, but he had proven that he was worthy to recover all ground that had been lost in the Garden of Eden. Jesus had regained the authority to establish the rule of God upon the seven pillars of the very cultures or infrastructures of every nation on earth. Second Chronicles 16 and 9 tells us that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth 
to show himself strong on behalf of those hearts who, who are loyal to him. Mm. I'm going to read that part again. Chronicles 16 and 9 tells us that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. If you are loyal, this is his word. This is his word, and I say that purposely because his word will not come back to him void. So if you are willing to step out on a ledge, to be bold, to stand up for God, he will back you up. Now, we talk about before. Now, again, we got to go spirit, soul, and body. we got to go the effective, fervent prayer. we got to understand there's a lot of things that come along with this. You have to learn how to walk according to the leadership of the spirit. So don't just run out there doing something that God told me or God told me to do. A lot of times God might show you something as a vision, so he can start preparing you for that. Even when we talked about the introduction, I read the introduction, God, God began to experience them to, to uh, lack, lackadaisical uh, preachers and, and stuff, so he could begin to prepare them to walk in a pastoral role. But the word is saying, if you are willing, to be loyal, God will back you up. And I'm having a moment right now because, see, I, I, I'm living that. There's no way in hell that I've been in court for over two years and it's supposed to be six months. There's no way that my parents, for the most part, are healthy and been at the deathbed, what, three times? This is not something I set out to do. This is just a path that I find myself on. But I can't disacknowledge what I'm what I'm living. His eyes are running to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong. He's going to show himself strong on your behalf. So you need to be encouraged. That's why after that word trust is resonating inside him. So he can be encouraged and to take that next step because it gets scary. It gets hard. But see, you can always come back to his word and say, Lord, in your word, you said you would show yourself strong on my behalf, Lord. See, that's why it's important. I'm going to just keep reading. Now, that's why it's important that you begin to learn the word of God through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. So then when you find yourself stuck, when you find yourself up against mountains and hard places, you can come back to the word and bring it back before God. And he must honor it because it's his word. It will not come back to him void. But see, you got to be trained. At, oh, my God, you got to be trained how to walk accordingly. And it doesn't happen overnight. 
and it's not easy. Chronicles 16 and 9 tells us the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those hearts who is loyal to him. The Lamb's seven eyes are literally looking for those whom he can send supernatural help from heaven. As they advance the kingdom of God on earth. The seven spirits of God represent the heavenly help and angels assigned to enforce. Oh, my God. Are y'all getting this? Come on now. You got to. You, mm, come on. You got to get this right here. Oh, Jesus. The seven spirits of God represent the heavenly help and angels assigned to enforce the authority that Jesus was given over heaven and earth. That is why he followed his all-authority as mind declaration with the Great Commission to make disciples of all nations, Matthew 28 and 19. This Great Commission has always been about much more than what most of us have imagined. We have angels assigned to enforce the authority that has been given to you. Power and authority. Authority that badge a cop he wears. But when you want to act a fool, he'll hit that speaker. All of a sudden, he'll come police from everywhere. You got that same spiritual. You got the authority because you are a child of God. When you need help, you can hit that loudspeaker and call on the name of Jesus. And you can say, Jesus, help me, Father God. And those angels will come in and force the authority that God has given you. So why are you backing up? Why are you pulling away from that which God has called you to do? But it's okay. Because I'm coming back to the word training. I talked about on Sunday. (laughs) You got to become real with this thing. You got to be willing and ready to accept failure. Rejection. Hurt. Pain. Getting it wrong. Because all of that comes with success. Because you're going to go through all of that before you get that moment of success. You're going to go through all the negativity, the opposition, all of that before you get to that aha moment, I've done it. But see, that's the training that is necessary to prepare you to walk in success. Back in Revelation 5 and 6, we see that an explosion of joy filled the heavens as Jesus took the scroll with the seven seals. The four living creatures and the 24 elders burst forth with the new psalm. Verse 10 tells the key line of the psalm. You have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Wait a minute. Hold up. You have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Reign means that you have dominion over something. It doesn't have dominion over you. I'm going to just leave that where that is. The dominion that Adam and Eve had just had lost was now regained and heaven was rejoicing. Millions of angels then joined in singing, verse 12, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. 
These seven attributes of majesty that he is worthy to receive each coincide with the seven main pillars of every nation's culture. When we speak of disciplining the nations, we're speaking of these seven pillars of society that the Lamb is worthy to receive. After researching the original Greek meanings of these words, it became evident to me that power speaks of government. Riches speak of economy. Wisdom speaks of education. Strength speaks of family. Honor speaks of religion. Glory speaks of celebration, arts of entertainment. And blessing speaks of media. All right, I'm going to go through that again. When we speak of discipline in the nations, we are speaking of these seven pillars of society that the Lamb is worthy to receive. After researching the original Greek meanings of these words, it became evident to me that power speaks of government. Now, everybody can identify with one of these places. If it's nothing but family, because you got here somehow. Power speaks of government. Riches speak of economy. Wisdom speaks of education. Strength speaks of family. Honor speaks of religion. Glory speaks of celebration, arts of entertainment. And blessings speak of media. The lamb was slain, making an ultimate sacrifice to enable us when you're talking about to enable us, I mean, he, through him, we have the authorization to go and take over these seven pillars of society because of what Jesus did. The lamb was slain, making an ultimate sacrifice to enable us to discipline or instruct the nations in these seven foundations of culture so that we would turn in turn deliver them to him, thus fulfilling Revelations 11 and 15. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Our God is worthy that all areas of society and every people group come under his righteous rule. Mm, mm, mm. In the chapters of this book, I will refer to these seven foundations of culture or sectors of society as mountains. Revelation 17 describes a harlot who sits on a beast with seven heads that are the seven mountains. This demonic entity, described as a woman, must be displaced from the mountain of seats of power. Okay, y'all need to absorb this right here because you need to understand why you're having challenges, why you're having struggles with the, with the preparation, with the visions and the, and the things that God has given you. See, now this is where understanding demonic entities and strongholds, and you get all of this. You see, when you start getting understanding principalities and powers, see, when you start getting understanding from this viewpoint or why you're, why you're struggling so hard with something that God is telling you to go forth in, you just need to absorb this right now. I'm going to just leave that right there. In chapter seven, in the chapter's book, I refer to the foundations of culture, sectors of society as mountains. Revelation seventeen describes a harlot who sits on a beast with seven heads that are seven mountains. 
this demonic entity described as a woman must be displaced from the mountain of seats of power. She must be displaced. She ain't going to get up and walk away easily. This is our mission that we were commissioned by Jesus to do. Jesus is the head and we are his body. He already did his part at regaining all power and authority through the cross and his resurrection. He left earth so that he could send us the same Holy Spirit that was powerful enough to raise him from the dead. In order that we be able to fulfill the mandate to go, therefore, and disciple all nations. This is our unfinished business, our promised land that is yet to be taken. All that we need has already been provided for us, and there will be an accompanying favor as we accept this mission. Mm. He left the earth so he could send us the same Holy Spirit that was powerful enough to raise him from the dead in order we'd be able to feel the mandate to go, therefore, and disciple all the nations. The same Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead is powerful enough to give us whatever we need to do. That's why I said he said it is finished. But, see, that's where the training comes in. That's where spirit, soul, and body, because we have to learn how to walk according to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And you got so you know, so then you need to understand the flesh nature and the and the struggles and the things we go through. In the coming chapters, I will highlight the seven specific areas of influence that the Lord has assigned to us as the church, and then offer insight into the nature of the spiritual battles involved in the sevenfold mission. These seven culture-shaping areas: media, government, education, economy. Family, religion, and celebration, arts and entertainment are the keys to advancing the kingdom of God in the nation. The favor to invade these seven mountains is already upon us as part of God's end time strategy to establish him as ruler of the nations. Wait a minute. Did you hear that correctly? Maybe I might need to read that again. The favor to invade these seven mountains is already upon us. We don't have to wait it. It's already there. See, this is important to begin to learn to learn how to line up with with God and His agenda. So now, if you remember fulfilling His covenant, so now if we begin to find out what God is doing, find out our part in that, and then begin to line up with it, then the favor is already there to accomplish it. Makes it sound easy. But it is possible through Christ Jesus. Okay. The favor to invade these seven mountains is already upon us as part of God's end time strategy to establish Him as the rule of the nations. A person begun to experience this favor being suddenly thrust in the opportunity to speak prophetically into the lives of key leaders in several nations I often visit. I've been privileged to speak to presidents, congressmen, politicians, generals, captains, governors, mayors, top executives, and media personalities. This God-initiated phenomenon is taking place for many all around the world and will only increase as Christians accept the mission Jesus called us to. 
there's a sudden surge of favor available to us to be positioned in places of unprecedented societal influence. Mm. There's a sudden surge of favor available to us to be positioned in places of unprecedented societal influence. Today, nations with no history of Christian political leadership are coming under the influence of Christian presidents, congressmen, and other key key governmental leaders. Christian educators are being drawn to the forefront and becoming known for new concepts and new curriculum for schools. Movies and arts have suddenly experienced Christian influence as never before. Christian athletes, coaches, artists, musicians, economists, lawmakers, journalists, entrepreneurs, and the like are being spiritually promoted like never before. As the world becomes darker, the true light of Christ is beginning to shine brighter. In unprecedented fashion, the church is getting the opportunity to manifest crisis solutions for society. In an outside-the-four-walls context, the Lord is raising his people up and giving them an opportunity to fulfill the entire Great Commission to disciple nations and not just individuals. Hmm. Getting beyond the four walls. Disciple nations and not individuals. And if there's nothing else, then starting with your own family. We all can partake in this. Some are recognizing the strategic sovereignty of God and promoting them to heights therefore to unseen. Many, however, do not fully grasp the opportunity God has given us. That is the central purpose of this book, and to help Christians understand that this favor is divinely strategic and constitutes the place of each person's ministry assignment. Every believer needs to understand his or her work is not a secular calling, but a God-assigned mission. Hmm. Every believer needs to understand his or her work is not a secular calling, but rather a God-assigned mission. I'll be also identifying the nature of the spiritual battle that will unfold as we gain and then maintain godly influence in these society-shaping arenas. Recognizing the God-initiated phenomena of societal favor must be followed with an understanding of the spiritual armor we must wear in order to overcome the demonic enemies that operate on the seven mountains of influence. Each mountain is under demonic assignment specific to that particular arena. Godly influence can only be gained by operating in the opposite spirit from that which rules in the world. All right, let me read that sentence again. Godly influence can only be gained by operating in the opposite spirit from that which rules in the world. For example, a Jezebel spirit will try to prevent a Christian from influencing the mountain of celebration, arts, and entertainment. So a believer seeking to have an impact on that mountain must maintain personal freedom from that influence. A spirit of mammon will try to keep Christians from progressing on the mountain of economy, business, and wealth. Therefore, a Christian who is called to great influence on this mountain must be stripped of mammon's influence in his own life before he can exercise any spiritual authority here. In order to succeed in bringing God's influence to bear, we must first understand the assignment and then understand the operating nature of the demonic forces that will seek to circumvent us. So now, before when I was talking about why you're struggling with something so bad, 
God is stripping you. He has to get you to a point where you seek, trust, and rely on him more than you do the world and the devices of the world. So, yeah, you might walk around here broke. You might walk around, he might say, you're, you're called to be a millionaire, but you walk around here broke. Until you get to the point that it doesn't matter if you're broke or if you got a million dollars, you're still going to be the same. You got $5. You, okay, listen to me. You got $5 in your pocket and God tells you to go give 10 to somebody else. Did y'all hear me what I just said? You got $5 in your pocket. Now, God will tell you to go give $10 to somebody else. <laughs> you think that sounds crazy? Keep living. I'm going to just leave that alone. Keep reading. I believe this book can be a helpful resource for Christian high school and college students to assist them pursuing a biblically mandated career opportunity. Imagine beginning your, okay, now wait a minute. Hold up. I got to stop right here. What this? What is this book? Because I'm, I'm thinking about my daughter. And what did he just say? I believe this book can be a helpful resource for Christian high school and college students to assist them in pursuing the biblically mandated career opportunities. And the reason that I thought about her, because now he's talking about how this book can help them as they're starting out in their career. And think about the same thing we talked about with the Illuminati, how they're advertising on college campuses. So Dell was trying to get them for his pathway. Okay, y'all don't want to hear that one. Imagine beginning. Huh? Okay, when you just um, said that a little bit, you know, when you, you know, when a kid goes off to college, you know, they they, they seeing themselves, feeling themselves, smelling themselves. They think they got the world in the palm of their hand. And, you know, just like when... uh, Jesus had went up and met with the devil, and he was promising him um, all the nations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, making the offering sound really big and good. But Jesus already knew that the devil had no power. But if you go in, you're not knowing it's easy for you to get sucked in. And now here it is, the kids that's away from their parents, Okay, somebody come up and say something that sounds good, quick money or either um, a title or some prestige, and they pretty would lick it up like Pavlov's dog. I'm getting when they're young and impressionable. Right. Imagine beginning your adult life focusing your passion for God on a specific area of study knowing that you are called to transform it through supernatural, Holy Spirit-inspired strategies that will blow the world's mind. Imagine not caring about the salary or prestige, but caring only that God's righteousness be displayed for all to see in that area of society. It is crucial that young adults who are passionate for God to be shown valid options for their futures besides going into typical ministry-related fields. My desire is to challenge those who want to radically spend their lives on God, to ask him which mountain he will give them to radically, give them radical favor to impact. The seven mountains or areas of influence are not only the seven in our societies, 
but they are the specific arenas that God has given us favor to retake and bring under the influence of Christ. In order to become the head and not the tail, Deuteronomy 28 and 13, we must capture the areas of influence at the head of our society. It is our spiritual poverty of vision and our poor eschatology that have kept us as the tail and out of the promised land. The first several chapters of this book were specifically aimed at correcting two faulty foundations in our lives, lack of vision and misguided understanding of the end times. I will then devote a chapter to each of the seven areas of assignment that are before us. They will not be exhaustive, but I believe they will be descriptive enough to serve as a significant launching point. As Caleb knew his specific target mountain at age 85, Joshua 4 and 12, I believe this book will greatly serve to help you identify the mountain or mounts God has given you favor to influence. This book is both prophecy and strategy for the assignment that awaits us. The church will see Jesus' prayer fulfilled on earth as it is in heaven. And what you're about to read is a part in, is a in part template for us for how this is going to occur. I am aware that I'm overgeneralized at times and even times paint with strokes that are too broad. And so I ask for grace on that ahead of time. I believe these are the early stages of revelation for us regarding these truths, and I trust more will be understood by many others as we continue to ask God for more clarity. In the meanwhile, don't discard the central premises I will lay out because of a detail of contention. This is a most amazing time to be alive, and if your ears have ears, if you have ears to hear, you might soon understand that better than ever before. May the Holy Spirit clarify your mission and mountain he created you to make an eternal impact on. Know that as you accept your mission impossible, all things are possible with his favor. And that is our lesson for today. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. You got to send me your number again because, you know, I kind of misplaced it. No problem. Can <laughs> I please get those, um, the seven, um, Mountains again. No problem. All right. The seven specific areas of influence Lord has assigned us as a church are these. Media, government, education. Media, government, education. education. Uh-huh. Economy. Economy. Uh-huh. Family. Family. Religion. Religion. And celebration. Celebration? Which is arts and entertainment. Okay. And I'm going to go back here where he said it, but he gave the scriptural references. Give me one second. Okay. Okay, here we are. Uh, after researching the original Greek meanings of these words, it became evident to me the power. Okay, power speaks of government. Power, okay. Riches speak of economy. Okay. Wisdom speaks of education. Okay. Strength speaks of family. Okay. Honor speaks of religion. Okay. Glory speaks of celebration. 
Okay. And blessings speak of media. Hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Sorry, I'm sorry. No problem. <laughs> no problem. That's the purpose of this. Okay. Power speaks of government. Riches speak of economy. Wisdom speaks of education. Strength speaks of family. Honor speaks of religion. Glory speaks of celebration, which is arts and entertainment. And blessing speaks of media. Okay, say the last two again. I got blessing speaks of media. But celebration uh, uh, is what? Uh, glory speaks of celebration. And celebration is um, arts and entertainment. Huh? Say that again. Glory. The last two. The last two. Glory speaks of celebration. And whenever he's talking about celebration, it's arts and entertainment. Okay, and blessings is what? Media. Okay. You got honors religion? Yes. Okay. Mm. You know, it's something how you you chose that this book was chosen as we're going through the book of Exodus because it is pretty much what happens with Christ is the same thing that God did through Moses. And it's like nothing new under the sun. Like when he did the ten plagues, it had, he was going against the gods that they were, were that Israel was associated with at the time because they were in the land of Egypt. And so it's the same way with us now. Those who are where we have to be brought out of the land of Egypt. And so the seven mountains are the gods that we have. I mean, when you look at it, that's how you know, society is today. These seven things are our gods. And so he has to break us of these little gods, these little G.O.D.s here to show himself strong, you know. And until we get that, you know, he he can't, you know, he, he right. The, guy, the author is right. It's like he can't do anything because our eyes are still on these gods. But he's saying, I'm, you know, I'm still God. I'm still on the throne. Wow. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you. You know, and I was reading it, uh, and 
you know, the part that got me is when he's talking about you got to be stripped. I was like, oh, really, Lord? I just, that, that literally, when I read, I literally just kind of closed the book at that point in time. I said, yeah, I guess I better buy this one. <laughs> and, um, but later on, I began to think about, um, I began to think about Joseph. He literally was second in line for Pharaoh, but he too had to be stripped. He had to be knocked off his ego. He had to be trained years in jail and under, you know, under bondage. And then through all of that, God was, you know, showed him favor. But, you know, he too had to be stripped, you know. So, yeah, because the, what we must understand it is always, first and foremost, is going to always come back to relationship. God is trying to restore that which was lost, and that was relationship. So he doesn't want anything to get in the way of us and him. And so if he's going to give you whatever it is that you that he's putting in your heart, if it, if you're going to have going to have that more desire for that thing than him, then he won't give it to you. Now, yes, it's Sam, now. Huh? Was this the book that you were telling me about the other day? Um, yeah, I sent everybody a text. Hold on a second. Okay, yeah. So I know what was I talking about um, being stripped, and I saw I was talking about Joseph and how you know he was mm-hmm. stripped. Thing, but again, coming back to we have to be trained because God doesn't want anything to get in the way between us and Him. True. Okay. Uh... Later on today, I'm going to give you a call back. I don't want to um, deviate from where you're going with the conversation this morning, but there are some questions I have to ask you about something else, okay? Oh, okay, no problem. No problem. Okay. Anybody else got anything? Oh, when you were talking earlier about electricity, mm-hmm. I, I think using the forward. Right, right. Um, I don't know if anybody else has experienced this, but I had experienced it when my dad had died. When he made his transition, we lost power. Um. When my 
sis, my when my older sister's grandfather had passed, they didn't lose power. They couldn't turn off the power. <laughs> so while they stayed in his house, uh, they tried turning off the lights. They wouldn't turn off. Uh, see, they stayed up and partied all night. It wasn't until they had his service and they had literally buried him they was able to go back to his house and turn off the light switch, and the lights went off. Yeah, I'm at the point now that a few things are surprising me. <laughs> like I was telling somebody, I think I was talking to Erica the other day, like, you know, I to, all the stuff that I've, you know, gone through and experienced, like, okay, well, yeah, I believe it. So yeah. Well, I know I, I know I had told you a little bit about the, for bloodlines, Rh negative factors. Mhm. When you get a chance, look it up. Okay. Because those factors do go like was wow. And it's basically due to um, what I was reading is basically due to the, um, the watchers. The angel watchers be on disobedient by taking on human wives because it's a marker that's found in the blood. And if the marker is there, then it was from what God had created the human on earth. But if that marker is not there, then that's one of the descendants of the of of the union that God didn't approve of in the first place. Oh wow. And it was saying that it would go it goes under the book of Enoch. Oh. I mean so out of that what I had gotten out of it was that, you know, with them being so disobedient and disconnected Jesus had to come back. Mm. And when uh, it also explains in the part of, you say when he came back in human flesh, his own didn't even recognize him. (laughs) Okay. Because this was something that they were told they weren't supposed to do. They were supposed to come down here and watch over just like when the Holy Spirit comes and, you know, we allow it in to help guide us. But these were the very ones that were supposed to help do that, and they didn't. They checked. They went over to the lust of the flesh. And then they took on for what uh, they wanted for their own selfish reasons. It wasn't for the purpose. It was for their own selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. So it talks about going in and mining the land for, uh, you know, um, gold, silver, different precious stones. Um, also about pretty much on what you just talked about for the um, the seven mountains. As well as going into astrology and all of that. Mm. 
So it was it was it was really it was really mind blowing, but then too it makes a lot of sense when, you know, you hit back into the thing so why he had to come back to help um undo the devilment that has been done. Okay. And also to get it back get things back on track of what the purpose he had made heaven and earth for. Because mm. even with our seven mountains um, they've been talking about the um, the government selling off land, Indian land, to a um, European mining company. Where the European mining company is coming in to get that pipe to come through, but you got a lot of people out there protesting. Now, the Indians already know they bring that pipe through just like they were... Um, the people in Alaska was complaining about the pipe, they, you know, about them bringing a pipe through there. If they bring that pipe through, if that pipe should burst, it's going to mess up. It's going to mess, mess, mess up the ecosystem. But then in the meantime, for when you have these people want to put labels on people, the very thing... The accuser is accusing somebody else of the very nature of that accuser. So going down and we want to accuse or we want to judge somebody, we're pretty much accusing and, and telling people about ourselves. But, yeah, uh, the stuff is, is coming together more and it makes more sense, but I was just, like I said, I was just amazed because I'm not that deep into um, scientific thought. But there, too, like I said, they was lining up with scripture. Okay. Alright. Anybody else got anything? Anybody else got anything? Alright. Not taking prayer requests. Who wants prayer? On prayer, sir. Okay. Who's that, Fanny Marie? American. Oh, okay. And just to let you know, I talked to my father last night. <laughs> Sad, sad, sad. Okay, you're gonna just leave, just leave that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. I just one question, and I'll pray for you. Short alone. Um, hit too short. Hmm. Um. He's so lost. 
he's lost. And he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. Might be my heating guy. Hold on one second.
Let's do Tony. How should I go? Say should I go? Brandy the. They should go sing. They the gang. 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 So let's get Carlos. Shush. Mm. No, let's get your father first. Bootikiora diacasiambo. Bookishiki arandi aramboke araka. Bookrandi shiki aramboko shaka yarambo father god. Hmm, now. Hmm. Well, see, this is the thing. And, and this is the thing. You see him as lost, but God says now nah, he's finally ready. We see we we got to get to that point of being empty in order to be filled. So now with us standing the gap, that is allowing God to come forth. As we just read, like you said, I don't I don't care who tell it. He just want to get out. So he he's at a point. To receive, so now by us interceding, that's allowing God to be able to come forth and do what needs to be done. Rather, even though the enemy's still going to try. So we just, Father, continue to praise you and give you the glory. Continue to seek you, Father, for what you're doing in in, in His life. Continue, Holy Spirit, to move in the capacity that you want and need to be moved, so He can begin to see those things that need to be seen. Holy Spirit, God, you said he's ready. So, Father God, we're asking you to fill him with your presence, fill him with your love, with your strength, and with your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. But see, and, and see, this is what you see. He knows so much in his head. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> he think. He think he knows so much in his head. I'm sorry for the correction, but my conversation, you know, last night we had, you know, as I said, we had the conversation this morning, you know, I and I was stealing my emotions last night and not as bad. And I went home and I went to sleep, you know, through, during the conversation, I the, it came to me, he doesn't know me, he doesn't. And I, you know, I listened. I was on the recipient end, and I listened. And I went to sleep, and I woke up this morning, and I didn't even ponder over it. And this morning, God gave to me that um, my father is just, he's, he's searching, and he knows where to look but doesn't know where to look. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And to a large degree, um, he thinks, you know, because he's been doing this, you know, pastoring, preaching for 30 years, 
he he spoke to me last night as if I was one of his parishioners or if I was somebody he was counseling. And he he gave to me this morning that my father is even too broken to help me help him. And in terms just saying that for the beginning phase of whatever it is God has for me to do with my father, it's going to strictly come, what I have to do is going to strictly come from God and my father is not going to be able to, I guess, not that God needs help, but you understand what I'm saying, he won't be able to assist. Well, you know, <laughs> you know how I told you about some of those battle royals we've had around here? Yeah. Yeah, that's about all I need to say. Because of the very dynamics of everything that you just stated and all the underlying stuff. And then you're going to add on, I've been doing this for 30 years. I know what I'm talking about, too. It, 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 yeah, it, but the thing with when this is what keep your focus on. God says that He's ready, so that that's what you got to keep your keep Aresia at because Erica's someplace else. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. And the thing is, and and the reason I made this statement that way is because I agree that he's ready because he's at wit's end, and he knows that he can't. He, he, he's attempted to do everything within his power, and he sees that that hasn't, you know, um, given him anything. His issue, the reason he, I say that he's not going to be able to help is initially he's going to be shocked that I am the person that will be communicating with him in this fashion. Now, I'm going to tell you something you probably ain't going to want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. You're probably the only person who is capable and able to give him what he needs because he probably won't receive it from anybody else, and you're going to have to fight like hell to do it. Okay. I, I Yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah. you're right. You're right. And, and no, God told me that as well. And that's, what, <laughs> and that's why it's going to be a fight, because he has doubt in a way. Because, you know, his questions and concerns are going to be, um, one, he doesn't, he, he, like I said, he just doesn't know me. He's not sure about um, how things have gone for me spiritually, what my, um, good morning, what my uh, spiritual background is. And he feels that way specifically because he had no response. Good morning no responsibility with rearing me. So he questions the validity of whatever my spiritual backing 
is simply because he had no part in grooming me, basically, or overseeing how things took place. You know what? Um, and that's that's so that explains that. Um, that's the reason why um, I believe um, I believe God gave me the ministry of woman at the well. Because you're going to have to refer him to that. Because unfortunately, his mindset is not only one about you, you know, not knowing your spiritual growth, but because you're a woman. And the stigma is that women should be silent and women don't know anything about the word of God. They're supposed to learn from the man and not vice versa. But when it comes to, if you refer to the woman at the well, it basically states the woman just tells you what God has shown, but it's your responsibility to go back and ask God and seek the word for yourself. Because that's basically how the story how the story goes. The woman at the well, Christ, the Holy Spirit came to her and told her about herself, and she went and told everybody what this man did. But it was them that would, you know, you know what I mean? So it's like he needs to know that. You know, he needs to he needs to see that for what it is, for him to have to go back and look for himself, and that you're just giving him the direction to look. He needs to step out of that mindset that just because you're a woman that you don't know what you're talking about. There's a, there's, there's, it's, it's just, You okay? And I I see that I do, and it's, I I just came to terms this morning. Okay, well, yeah, just pray for me because I'm just yeah, I'm just. And I think about the question that you left me with on last week. I don't know.
Okay, well, I guess I'll finish praying for your brother now. <laughs> Father God, let me lift up Carlos. She ended up say she go. That I mean, all of it, everything is so interrelated, you know, because he's a product of that. Naturally, so Father God, yes, you to go, son. Run to go, say she to go, say she to go, run to Kasaka. Yeah, to go, say she to go, say she to go, Oh, Father God, continue to yet let your spirit rest and abide in him. Continue to speak of restoration in him. Continue to go to minister to him, Father. Yet to go, she to and show him the love of God. The Spirit of God and the anointing of God shed it across the Rakanda. As your word rises up and helps him to go forth here to the Rakumba, Rakanda, so he all those things you're calling him to do. And last but not least, let me pray for you, Aresia. Well, I'm going to just say this and I'm going to keep praying. Be not weary in well-doing. Continue to let God be God. Continue to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Continue to step outside of yourself to do that which God is calling you to do. And I'm very honest, that's the only way you're going to find yourself being able to manage, to even keep yourself together. So you're being forced to operate out of yourself, even to the point when in order for you to function correctly, I'm just talking about correctly, let alone not just spiritual, I'm talking about correct. In other words, for you to operate out of of same mind, you have to rely on Christ. Now, also understand, though this, this situation when you and your father and your family, the enemy is going to come from other directions as well to knock you off your square. So, again, you stay focused on Christ and let him lead, guide, and direct you. He's your source now. Come to another level of of leaning on him. You've come to another level of walking in him and him walking in you. You've come to another level of walking and abiding with his spirit. So you must continue to submit and let him teach you how to mm, mm, how to die to walk in the the crucifixion of the cross. He has to teach you to walk in that level of submission. And again, you're doing it for sanity purposes. He's using it for his glory. You know, like I said, my, my, my motivation, I got three nine-year-olds and 18-year-olds. That's what I do, what I do. You're trying to keep your mind sane, so you're going, you're going to have to eat of God in order to keep yourself from going off and going where you want to go. Because, ooh, mm. see, 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 mm. because it touches you too much, you're all the way involved. This is nothing you can even get around. You can't get around it because it's, everything is centered around you, and you're vulnerable. And you hate every last thing that I said just out of my mouth. You can't get away from it because it's all centered around you. 
It touches you in areas and arenas that you prefer to leave alone, and you're vulnerable. So in order for you to just keep some type of sanity, you're forced to eat of his word just so you can have some strength function correctly. So, and I'm done. Amen. Dad, you hear the car engine? Hmm? You hear the car engine? Do I hear the car engine? No. Mm-hmm. You should have thrown Eric on her way. <laughs> she coming <laughs> Oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was like, She got to come through Birmingham. Oh, that's right. She ain't got to go through Tuscaloosa. So, okay, so I might be safe. All right. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Oh, amen. <laughs> oh, uh-huh, thanks. You know, the interesting thing about it, you know, Oh. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All righty then. Well, I guess um, I pray for Erica, who wants prayer next. I do. You can do me after Erica. Okay. Ugh, this is. How about I have Erica pray for you? That might might help her stay where she need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pray for Morgan, Erica. Sure. Sure. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Glorify your name, God. Lift your name on high. Amen. Amen. But she said, I had shot a hot seat of Mahona, I shot a hot seat of Mahona, Shakasara Hachide. Hey, Shatara Mahon, Shatara Hatakashara. Hey, she said, I had seen Mahona. Shaka Shara, the Edemokoshi did his Sara. Koshi did his Shira Mohona Shara. K Shara has seated Hashi Edemokoshara. K Shata Haside, K Shara has seated Mokoshara. K Shatara has seated Mokoshi, they said his Shida. K Shara has seated Mokoshara. K Shatara Mokoshatara has seated. K Shara has seated Mokoshatara has seated. K Shara has seated. Koshara has seen Mokoshitere. Koshara has seen Mokoshara Hasara. Mokeshite Kashara. Koshotor Mohosha. Keshara has seen Mokoshara. Keshara Mokoshara. Koshitere Keshitere Mokoshara. Keshitara has seen Mokoshara. Keshara has seen Mokoshitere. Keshara You've um, graduated to another level. And I see you draped in red. 
And the red um, signified strength. <laughs> It also represents power. You know, God has given you, um, it's like you've been graduated to a new level of um, gifting, and it it is um, it indicates that you've received some some power and strength um, with whatever this new gifting is that you've graduated to and you continue to, you know, uh, you just continue to, you know, pray to God and and seek him for, you know, guidance and the appropriate way to, you know, utilize this new level of gifting that, you know, he's blessed you with. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Oh. Amen. amen. I feel you. Oh, what is it now? I see him. Sometimes I can smell him. Well, I'm here, I'm Mm. I'm going to see the future. Yeah, take a picture and send it to her. Send what to The picture. Picture what? Of the demons. Hmm? Who y'all trying to send a picture to? Send to Erica. Send to Pam. Send to everybody. What are you talking about? Pictures of demons? What are you talking about? Don't worry about it. What did you say, Pam? I'm like, you talking about sending pictures of demons? Uh-huh. We don't need to transport that. Yeah, why not? There's plenty where we already are. <laughs> they don't need it. I'm starting to believe that I got more here than y'all do over there. <laughs> no, it isn't. You're on a college campus. No, it isn't. <laughs> All right. 
That's one for you. Pray for me. I do. Pam or Renee? Yes, you can do me after Pam. All right, no problem. Okay, Father God, let me lift up Pam. Yet go Borani to go say she to go say her of Hombakaha, Harambosi, Shirakandrosa, Kandash, Horomboshi, Sharakanda, Karanda Kosrakanda, Horombote, thank you, Holy Spirit, Sharakombraka, Horomboshi, Shandrash, Nakanda, Horomboshi, Shirakandran to go say she to go say, Father God, help us, Shirakombraka, Homboshi to go say she to go say. Help of Father God, Shirukumbrasa, Shirukasata, Help of Holy Spirit, Yarukumbo, Shirukasandraka, Help of Father God, Shirukosi, Shirukandaka, Shirukosi, Yarukundi, Shirukosi, 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 Strengthen her, Shirukoran, and guard her up, Shirukondra, Sarakanda, Erukondra, Gosi, Shirukosi, Shirukosi, that the word of God come forth, Rashi, the Gosi, as a manifest in her heart, Shirukosi, the Grandaka, the word of God come forth, Rashi, the Gosi, Shirukosi. As she begins to experience it, Shirakandra, Shirakanda, let the word of God come forth, Rashidagosa, Shirakanda, as you are drawing her closer, Shirakosa, Randaka, Kumbushidagosa, Shirakosa, Shirakosa, speak life, health, healing, restoration, and peace. So, Shirakosa, peace is a path of all understanding, Shirakosa, Randaka, Bushidaganda, Yorubo, Sikade, Bushidagandra, Shirakosa, Bushidagasanda, Kurushidagosa, Shirakosa, 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 Tambrasa, Shirukosa, Sakara. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 And now it's time for Renee. Horambo, Shirukosa, 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 Shirukosa. Let her begin to experience the power of God. Let her begin to experience the power of God. Let her experience the power of God, Father, as you continue to unveil to her your word and how to walk in it. Let her continue, Father, to increase in her life and renew her. She will renew her spirit, soul, and body. So she will line up to walk in the fullness of who you called her to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All righty. So who's next? Okay, Felicia. What'd you say? I'm getting ready to pray for Felicia. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Felicia. Hey, good morning. How are you, sweetie? I'm tired. So we're not going to talk about that right now. 
Well, you want to pray for Felicia? <laughs> no, I thought you said my name. That's why I asked what you say. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Notice she didn't ask the question. She just tried to redirect in a different direction. But, okay, it's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, Father God, let me pray for Felicia. Boko bade shiki yando korombo dira kandi dira kandi dira kandi dira Yero kumbo boko father God strengthen her and gird her up for the task Lord strengthen her and gird her up for the task father God Holy Spirit yero kumbo reveal to her how to walk in you. Let your word rise up, Father God, as the anointing increases in her heart, Lord. Open up her spirit, soul, and body, Father, so she can begin to see as you see and move as you want her to move, Lord. Encourage her and strengthen her, Father, and increase in her, Lord. Let Chedokombo Didaka changes begin to occur and manifest. Father God, we just continue to praise your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you. Mhm. All right. And who else is next? All right. Anybody else want prayer going once? We pray for Lisa. Sure, I'll pray for Lisa. Well, don't sound so excited. Mm-hmm, I am. I'm happy, happy, joy, joy. Father God, let me lift up new legacy. Hold on, bandit, go into the gander, 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 Ah, yes, Holy Spirit, Yara the Combo said, Her Condras, the Gate the Comboca, Harandi did a go, did it 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 go, did Harambran did go say, Yes, yes, Father God, help her to strengthen and stand, Father. Hara Gorokomba, encourage her, Father, yet let her hold on and not be deterred. She had a go, rather the Gandhi to go say, She had a let her continue to press on, Father, yet as you reveal to her, yet the the word of God in her life. She had a go, let her press on, Father, yes, she did a Kombaka, so she can become the woman you called her to be. She had a go, let her press on, Father, yes, Gorombodi to Gasanda. Harakara, as you continue to break the yokes and the bondages that are keeping her held down, but she'll be able to rise up to walk in the freedom that you've given her to walk in. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Uh, who's next? Can you pray for Ozias? Sure. I'll pray for Ozias. I'm going to pray for Makaya, too. Now, how you like them apples? 
All right, Father God, let me pray for Makai. Oh, yeah. Oh, really, God? Mm. Ooh. Hey, Lane. Uh, you can go in the kitchen. got to bring it up there. Okay, so you know the book that I'm reading, right? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. She needs to listen. She needs to get the book. She needs to be a part because that mountain is talking about celebration, arts, and entertainment. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's her. Okay. And she won't understand and might not even receive it, but that's her all over the place. And when I said it, you saw it, didn't you? Yeah. So now, matter of fact, you get a chance. You need to have her call me. <laughs> Why are you trying to get me in trouble with folks? Well, okay. I'm in trouble, so you know. <laughs> All right. I have a call you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what I would try to do is I would try to take it, but she needs to. I mean, see, that's the thing about it. And what we talk about seeing, receiving, and walking, it is, it's so much that's involved. So, but, I mean, so basically I'm going to, well, God, this is going to be confirmation of the things God has been showing her so that she'll know. But, again, it's up to her to receive it. And, again, the training and everything is involved in it. But, again, I got to I gotta do my part. I got to so I can wash my hands. Now, what she do after that? <laughs> Right. You know, but that that's her. That's 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 her. Okay. So I would definitely have her call you. Yep, 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 yep. Not a problem. And pray for Zayas. Rumble go she to go say she to go say she to go say she go run to go say she to go say she to go say she go run to go say she to go say she go say she go say she go say she go run to go say she go say she go say she go run to go say she go run to go say she go run to Yes, Father God, you're the composer to can rock a Father, just continue to cover him, Lord. Continue to cover him and grow up in him, Father, so that he can grow into the who you called him to be, Lord. Let him not pull back but rise up into being the man of God that you, you your hand is upon his life, Lord. Ugh. But, Mom, you're going to have to release him, though, because of the mothering that you would want to do mm-hmm. is certain things he needs to experience, especially being a boy, to become a man. See, see, we gotta, we hard headed. <clears throat> you can't, you know, we got, we gotta hit our heads up against the wall. That that's part of our nature. Like Lisa with all them boys and they run around jumping, hitting, and fight. That's just part of who we are. And and, and you trying to love on him. And nurture him in that capacity. That's like, uh, you know, that that's <clears throat> restricting some of the growth and development that he needs in order to be able to feel that which God <clears throat> has for him to do. 
Now, that's the broad range, the specifics the Holy Spirit is going to give you. The specifics, but you will notice a transforma- transformation. Okay, I'm going to say this. Um, you all, because you homeschool him, right? Yes, sir. You say yes? Yes. Okay, I know you all are thinking about trying to go up to her school. Talk to her. I don't even know if it would be a good idea, If, but if the, you could take him up to the school and, and have him experience her school for a day. Okay. So, but just talk to her to see, you know, you know everything. You don't understand. But he, he needs to broaden his horizons a little bit. Okay. And that is the prayer for him. Okay. Okay, and I'm about to switch phones. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, It's time for you to do math, sir. Oops, sorry. Okay, I'm back. Well, let's pray. Can somebody pray for Charles? Sure, I'll let one of them pray for Charles. How about that? 
Anybody else? Somebody, somebody want to play for child, you don't want me to do it. I'll go ahead and let you do it. And you dial the number, right? Yeah, just dial the number. And then just, oh, what's your paper first? Okay. No, that goes up in here. Oh, it goes up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are right. Now, what all these facts? Father God, help him to see that, which he is struggling with, Lord. Help him to see that, which he is struggling with, Lord. Help him to see, Father, for he cannot move ahead if he does not see. Father, let your hand rest upon him, Lord, that he may begin to accept it. Holy Spirit is only through your leadership and your guidance to the that this can begin to occur to go to the go to Russia to go, Sandra, she to go, 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 she
Ha, Father God, those things that she's trying to hide, those things she's trying to keep, those things that she's trying not to walk in, Lord, for fear or whatever reasons that she is choosing to use, Lord, let her not do that but to go forth in you, Lord. Let her go forth in your strength, your anointing, and your ability, Father. I speak life, health, healing, restoration, peace, all that is needed, Lord. She'll go to the Grandaka, she'll go to the Shandraka. As you continue to minister to her, Father, encourage her in that, Lord. However you know it needs to be done, Father God, for the Holy Spirit knows how to strive with your people. Encourage her, Lord, so she won't back down, Lord, but she will walk to become the fullness of who you called her to be. Encourage her, Daddy God, for she can continue to understand that it's, mm, mm, that it's only in you and through you that she can do that which you call her to do. So, Father God, give her the peace, the revelation, and the desire to press on, even though she doesn't see nor understand. But, Lord, I'm coming back to Brother Arthur so she can trust in that which you called her to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Okay, I have no problem. All right, anybody else? Anybody else want to pair going once? Anybody else want to pray going twice? Anybody else want to pray going three times? All right. Well, somebody pray for me when we get out of here. Father God, we thank you for this man of God and all that he brings to us each and every day. We thank you for the new um, book that you have given to have him read, to expound on so that we can get a deeper meaning of you and the the ways that you want for us to go, God, in our ministry, where we ask that you will provide within him all that he has given out. Give it back to him a hundredfold. Lord, we ask that you will cover him under your protection and keep him from any repercussions of those things that he has revealed to help us grow and to help us know where we are in in our individual walks. Lord, as he goes forth today, we speak that no weapon formed against him shall prosper, no weapon against his spirit, soul, body, or mind. Lord, we ask that you will refurbish and replenish his spiritual weapons and his armor. And we ask, Lord, that you will increase the Holy Ghost fire protection around him as he goes about his day. We speak that his angel 
that has his blessing, O oh Lord, is strengthened in the battle that it is going through to have to bring him the blessing that you have for him, O oh God. And we we bind the spirit of every principality and power that's trying to hinder his blessing from giving to him for his good, but for your glory, because you said in your word, your word will never return unto you void. And so we thank you, O Lord, in advance for that which you have done for him that has not yet manifested before his eyes. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. 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 All righty. Everybody have a good day. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.